Welcome, horror fam, to HHN 365, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Mike, and as always, I am here with my co-hosts, Jess and Duff. How's it going? I mean, right now, pretty, pretty good, I gotta pretty say. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah I'm it's, so excited. Uh, it's here. <laughs> it's like cr- Christmas morning. Literally. Uh, uh, yeah, like, well, like Christmas well, Eve. Like, like, like Christmas Eve if you're a team member. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. literally, by the time you're listening to this episode, well, I guess maybe if you listen yeah. in the morning, not so. But they'll yeah. be going that day. Team member yeah, preview if you were is executive, the day. It was the day this is dropping. Yeah. Holy well, shit. as always, uh, you can follow us on uh, social media at uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at HHN 365 and TikTok at HHN365Pod. Uh, we have a merch shop now at HHN365.BigCartel.com, and you can always leave us a voicemail at 407 906 Four one three four. On today's show, we will finally get to reveal our HHN hypeless uh, Duff and Jess. I know you guys kind of over revealed them on Combs, but they may have changed they a changed. little bit. I, I will say, listen, I said it on the episode. If you listen to the Catacombs episode, I said they will likely change. It changed more than I thought they would. So don't oh. don't be afraid. Oh. Like, also, on Catacombs, we also didn't fully reveal them. Like, you didn't have us say exactly replace them every time. So, no, yeah, right. You know. Before we get to that, uh, while you're listening to this, it will probably be that day. Uh, tonight, um, August 31st, we are hosting live trivia at Half Barrel Beer Project at 8 p.m. Please come out and uh, have some fun. Uh, we... Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've always had that fear of throwing a giant party and nobody showing up. Um, so I really hope, uh, like, it's, it, I mean, d- d- don't like cancel your mom's bar mitzvah or whatever, but like, come, uh, come show up. I, I will say that, um, one, we have a lot of people who are coming to pick up their merchandise at the very least. Uh, also, by the way, if you have merchandise that you said you would like to pick up locally uh, but did not notate where, you can come tomorrow. Trivia. Wednesday. Or today. Sorry. Today. Trivia. Wednesday, August 31st at Half Real Beer Project. And we will have it there for you whether you marked it for trivia pickup or not. So um, come, come grab it. And I'd like to j- just correct the, the the people who are typing up their Twitter post. I know moms don't have bar mitzvahs. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> you can you can stop you can stop typing that. You can delete it. You don't I, have to I, send it to Duff. I would like to point out though, Mike. You said you're worried about people not showing up, and of course that's that's a concern I have as well. Like you know, no one wants their party to be empty. Um, I know we have. Uh, if you go over to Twitter, we have Allie and Nikki who are literally driving a day early from tampa to the event to come Ooh. to our trivia oh, so awesome. like i mean uh, appreciate you guys for yeah. that thank you yeah and anyone who's coming of course they just specifically mentioned that on twitter so i'm shouting them out for that yeah and on the other end of the spectrum this is place is very tiny so get there early yeah. uh, uh, capacity oh. is literally less than 50 by like one person but less than 50 um i will say if you get there and it is slammed don't immediately turn around the outdoor patio, like going out to the sidewalk and everything. They are allowed to use. So if you are okay with chilling outside, you can do that. It is possible. And if you win outside, we will still give you your gift card. It's fine. Yeah. 
we're going to make sure that even if you don't get in the door, you are part of this event. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we will make sure if it means one of us running outside and repeating the question um, to the, uh, the people sitting outside because you can't hear the 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 AV system, like the PA doesn't reach outside. Um we will do it. Uh, we will make sure that you're involved. So yeah, if you only get a spot outside, don't worry. Uh, we'll make this work. Absolutely. And then uh, I might as well on the podcast. We usually don't on the podcast, but the address, listen, listen closely, 9650 Universal Boulevard. So it's close to the property. Don't worry about that. Uh-huh. Unit 143, Orlando, Florida, 32819. Come visit us. We'll yes. be there. 8 p.m. starting, be there at 7.30, get a spot. Yeah, there's very limited parking out front, but as Nico mentioned on, I believe, the 100th episode, there is a parking garage nearby. It's right behind it. Right Right behind behind it. it. So if you can't find initial parking outside, which is very limited, and you probably won't because uh, Jess, Duff, and a few of our the other people who are coming to help us will probably take those. We'll park a little further away just to leave okay. something. All right. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. But again, they'll be probably full. Also, right. garage free. Don't worry about that. It's free. Just pull in. It's free. It's for the apartment complex and the retail. Just pull in. You're fine. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, there is a lot to talk about, guys, before we get to our hype list. Um, A lot of stuff going on in the parks, um, a lot of uh, articles and stuff to talk about. Let's hop right into it. Yeah. So I guess news and rumors is going to be at least three fourths of this episode. So, (laughs) um, yeah. Uh, So the, the two things that kind of always let us know HHN is here. We have the medallion. And the house posters out on the arch. Uh, they only did the four IPs this time, so there aren't like six. Mm-hmm. So it looks even it look, numbers, it, right? Mm-hmm. It looks balanced, but also doesn't look balanced at the same time because I'm so used to seeing six. Yeah. So kind of weird. Uh, but also the house portals are out. Every single one. So um, oh wow, y- you get a peek at a few of them. You know, if you want to, we know what the logos look like. They've released them, but if you want to see them in person, they're they're kind of there. If you peek in, they're a not little covered. Bit. They're they're just they're like they're covered, they're not, but they're, they're covered. But you know, sometimes you they aren't it. like fully covered. You some of them, like, some of them are very tight. Some of them are not. Yeah, you could see like the weekend's glasses. You could see like the the bugs. red and green of bugs. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just so, picture yeah. like someone like sneaking in and just like oh people like, do that oh that that happens <laughs> that that absolutely happens. the YouTubers all do that um, I will say um, spoiler alert uh, the spec map is accurate for all locations but I believe locations like entrance wise for two houses are kind of uh, kind of mixed up front like what you'd expect oh so, so they're changing yeah. the 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 cues Maybe. around a little yeah, bit yeah we'll see we'll see how that works out we won't go we won't go in depth about that but we'll see how that works out I think that's why people listen to this show. Is, is deep, in-depth t- uh, discussion. I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't know. The, it, it, the, it's it's kind of confused facts. us, to be fair. We, we aren't <laughs> sure. Hellblock Horror is the one to the left of Despicable Me. Mm. Mm. Oh, instead of Coven. Mm-hmm. But we expected Coven to be there. So, oh. yeah, that's all. That, that's the main thing. It's like, what? Um, so how is this route going to go? You know, kind of deal. Yeah. Mm. We need to start a watch on that. Switchback watch. We'll, uh, we'll find out tomorrow or today, actually, if you're listening to this the day release. Okay. 
in a, a 2014, they worked on that team that set all those up. It was terrible. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. They, yeah. uh, I was there yesterday, and the team was out doing uh, like set up for the stanchions, like practicing that, and they looked absolutely miserable. Yeah, it's I mean, hot. I don't blame them. Yeah, that was right because they were they were doing it when it was hot for sure. <laughs> Uh, that's rough. Um, so thank you, team members, for doing all you do. <laughs> yes. It's a, a thankless job, for sure. Um, but let's get into more of the construction side of things. Of course, scare zones have been evolving a bit since last week. You know, they are mostly done. There's some some nice details we're seeing. We, if we started when the horrors of Halloween, um, they added that beautiful HHN marquee um, that until last year we hadn't seen since HHN 16. Um, that was up front. Uh, in 30 years, 30 fears. So that thing's beautiful. I love having it. There's been testing. It's been lit up. It looks great, as always. Oh, no one else is excited about that. Okay, moving I, I'm on. I'm <laughs> excited for the next thing, which is Barnwatch. Barnwatch. <laughs> yeah, so the, uh, I think, I believe last time we were on an episode, uh, the barn was literally just trusses at that point mm-hmm. and the pl- platforms. It is a barn now. Um, I will say it is not fully covered. It does not have a roof. I don't think that's going to pop up in the next night either because the trees are very close. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's but be it, a it does look good regardless. I will say. Nice. Yeah, it, it could also just be that the roof was. Yeah, I don't know. It it fell. <laughs> it's collapsed. It it's fell. Cl- yeah. it's no barn. It fell. Yeah. No more. No more roof on the yeah. barn. Soil is uh, is a bit cursed. You know, ah. it's, it's, ah, ah, you could say. Look at you. Look at you. Um, I will say that if you went to HHN 23 and saw the Walking Dead barn that was outside of Central Park, that was a full covered barn that was pitch black. This will not be that. So don't expect quite that, but it still looks good. Cool. And what's going on uh, in Conjure the Dark? There's one. Hold on. Just one thing I want to mention about Scarecrow. Oh. Yeah, it fucking, it smells like a barn. Like, it literally smells like old, really? rotting yeah. wood in there. Because, like, I have, a, I have a family who has a barn, like, in upstate New York. And, like, when I visit them, that, that is the exact smell of when I go into one of their barns. Like, 100%. I don't know if it's on, on purpose or just because it's old wood. But, like, it's to a T. Oh, hmm. and also, they have a truck in front of the barn and a windmill. The, um, oh. Right that platform that we were like, what's going to go there? It's a windmill. It's cool. Massive. It's yeah. the one from uh, the house, right? The one from the house. The one that's yeah. outside the house. Yeah, oh, this exactly. is keep coming together. This is going to be a badass yeah. zone. Yeah. We'll get mm-hmm. to it. But yeah, yeah, this is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if we wrap all the way around the conjure of the dark, they've added boo holes that are the exact same, slightly different in color and some additions of like vines and stuff uh, to what we saw in Gorward Forest last year. Um, me and Jess, I know, uh, had pointed out at some point that they look eerily similar so like you know of course they reuse props that's not a big deal but because it was last year and because of how similar they look it's they're very close very mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a problem i don't mind that i think they'll work but just pointing that out they've also added a lot of details uh you know how they have just like skulls and and, and like signs out on top of their i don't even know what you call them wagons or whatever <laughs> uh, there's just more stuff there there's more vines there's more overgrown earth going on yeah, and then I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this turns in. We'll get into it, but yeah, yeah I'm excited with this. We'll see how excited you are soon. Um, <laughs> for scare zones, otherwise, I don't think there's too much else to update since we talked to you a week ago. Like very slight changes to the other two, but nothing insane. 
at all. They've they've moved around the platforms uh, in Horrors of Halloween that showed the different scare zones, mm-hmm. but that's about it. They're the same platforms. They just kind of shifted them around a bit. Yeah, and I think Conjure. I think maybe they added like some little like boo holes. That was it in San Fran. Mm-hmm. I that's think right. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll point this out here instead of in our hype list. Before I forget. Um, it's going to be a literal 20-second spoiler alert, so block your ears if you don't want to hear anything. Um, they did catch audio testing of um, the scare mode, the opening scare monies. Um, this fully ties into Horrors of Halloween because it uses his platform, Pumpkin Lord's platform, and he is the host. And he is more clearly the icon than we realized. Like, we thought he was, but mm-hmm. he is the icon of this event. He grew oh, this event. Yeah per the opening ceremonies. Um, so yeah, I hope wow. you turned off. You didn't want to hear that. I hope we gave you a warning. And if you're back, hey, no more spoilers. So welcome back. That's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. All right. Well, uh, Duff, it sounds like we have some sellout dates already. We do. Um, so the first one to come was actually not opening night or Saturday like we expected. But Sunday the 4th was the first night to sell out. Uh, oh, that's a random. Yeah, at first I was shocked, but also Monday's Labor Day, so it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah kind of makes sense. I still yeah. don't understand why before Saturday, but whatever, it works. Probably people uh, avoiding the cost of Saturday and going for the cheaper rate on on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. Is it cheaper? I didn't double check. I think it probably usually is. Right? Usually yeah. is. yeah. Um, but also today, eight thirty, um, the opening night, Friday, September second, has sold out as well. If you have frequent fear, if you have rush fear, if you already have a ticket of some sort, you are allowed in. However, if you do have frequent fear, rush fear, you have to get in before it hits capacity. I will be honest. Typically, typically, history doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it doesn't actually hit capacity. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But still, try to get there early if you can. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Just, just get there early. Pro Always. tip: get there yeah. early. Stay and scream. Opening night and yeah. Sunday. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, another fun announcement, uh, especially if you are someone doing neon masking the horror tour, they have uh, sent out emails regarding what houses you will see. Um, so, pulling off the bandaid, the one you will not see, what we fully expected, the weekend after hours nightmare will not be included on yeah. either tour. We fully expect it. It's the bigger IP. It's the one that's probably using more effect heavy, so it won't look great with lights on. Whatever. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sixth house will include Dead Man's Pier, Bugs Eaten Alive, Universal Monsters Legends Collide, Descendants of Destruction, Hellblock Horror, and The Horrors of Blumhouse. The three house will include Fiesta de Chupacabra, Spirits of the Coven, and Halloween. <sighs> Man, so you got to put Chup- well. yeah, you got to put Chup- Chupacabra and Spirits of the Coven in the three house. Mm-hmm. You got to do that. Oh my, those are. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to do both this year. Is yeah, basically yeah I, 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 oh, I, already, I already decided that. Yeah, I mean yeah. we're doing it. We have to book the three still, but yes, we we have to do both one hundred percent. Um, and in more fun news, something we've been speculating, um, is this going to be at the Swizzle Lounge? Is it going to be really what we expect it to be? It's the big boy. The Red Coconut Club is becoming the Dead Coconut Club. Banners are up with the Dead Coconut Club logo. It has tiki heads of the monsters themselves. And inside, you can even see props of Frankenstein. Uh, there's banners of um, the bride performing. 
Um, they have it blocked now, so you can't see anymore. But um, it looks like this is going to be the real thing. So I am stoked about this. Yeah, I'm I, excited. I hope, I hope they have specific tiki mugs. I don't think they will because they're sa- selling the um, I forget geek geek tiki. Geeky. Yeah, it's like geeky yeah. tiki or something. Yeah, which, which are great, but they're already selling those. So I'm not sure they'll also make their own. But I really hope they do make their own that I can buy because the designs they have on those banners are so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, this is a perfect place to add to after game or pregame for the event. So like if you're you leaving early and you still, you know, you're overwhelmed by the and you just uh, the lines are too long and you just need to go somewhere a little bit calmer. Uh, having this in City Walk on your way out um, is, is amazing. Or if you're, you get to the event a little early and the lines are still too, too, uh, a bit crazy. Um, yeah, head into the Dick Coconut Club. I'm so excited. This is going to mm-hmm. be amazing. I, I will point out there they have not released hours whatsoever or even made an official announcement for that matter. But yeah. it's clearly there and hopefully we'll hear the hours. Yeah, soon. Hopefully yeah, hopefully it And hopefully they it. start a few hours before the event at least. Yeah. But we'll see. Oh, we'll yeah. see. Because um the Swizzle Lounge um overlay will not be it's not starting till five PM. Just hope Ho- that out. Yeah. Hopefully it's reasonable cover too. Hopefully it's not like a I mean uh, hopefully yeah. it's no cover, but you know oh, I, can, I, I can I can dream. <laughs> I can dream. I mean it's red dead coke uh red coconut club usually does have a cover. Yeah it, it usually it, yeah as most city walk places it yeah that's so it although it may a lot of places have not since the since, pandemic. Yes when they're so, reopening yes so we'll maybe see. they won't either because rising star still has no cover just pointing that out so mm. and that's their biggest draw on an average night um another really big one here uh us usa today dropped an article where they discussed the event with laura Sauls and charles gray of course two of the creative directors here in orlando um they they dropped a lot so i would like to point out there there are spoilers that i will not really discuss i am not going to talk about anything here that is going to tell you about any of the rooms uh, we heard about the weekend a lot before. They even went further in depth of what mm. the rooms are going to be. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that here. So don't worry about spoilers. It's going to be very base plot um, and just small things. Nothing crazy. So you can stick around even if you don't want spoilers. Unless one of the spoilers you don't want is yeah. there's no plexiglass. That's confirmed. It's, we expected it, but it's not here. So before you go on, um, because we're talking about these spoilers, there's is there something here? Because so... Abel go, goes out uh, like a, about like a couple of months before he's supposed to and spoils that this is happening. And then ever since then, once they finally made the announcement, they have just like basically left nothing to the imagination. Mm-hmm. They have talked about what is going to happen in this place nearly room by room in some instances in these articles. Is this something where he's just like, no, I want that out there. Like what's going on here? Like, I mean, that's this is un- unlike they've ever done before to have this much transparency yeah. of what we're going to see yeah. in these. I would lean the fact that it's such a different thing you could say and trying to draw a broader audience that they'd rather kind of let you know what will be in this rather than just, hey, it's the weekend and come find out, you know, um, because I think it, it's one of those properties, of course, that's going to draw in a lot of people who have never been before. So kind of giving that description might help draw them in a bit more rather than decide not to because they hadn't been interested in the event previously. Right. 
But no, that's just and, my guess. Of yeah, course. I, I don't and, know. And we did get a little bit of this last year with American Horror Story as well. Or no, no, I'm sorry, um, Haunting of Hill House. Like, didn't like uh, we got quite a bit of like spoilery type stuff. I was like, wow, this is weird. They usually don't go this in depth. So it's is this just kind of the new normal with these big IPs that they're going Maybe. to like? I mean, even still, Haunting of Hill House was not anywhere near this level, and also. We're talking like USA Today, and was it um, Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly? Yeah. Like yeah. massive publications, you know. Like this is this is brand new. Like we've never yeah. touched anything like this before to the level of detail they discuss the house or the actual platforms they're doing it on, reaching such a broad audience. Yeah. So I mean, it could be again. It could be the new normal. But this is taking it a huge jump from last year. I don't know if it's the new normal, more so that maybe just because of the, I guess, the scope of this person that this house is based off of, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And his reach is, you know, beyond anything that they've done before with like a celebrity mm. outside of like Slash. But even then, I mean, no, I mean, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I, I think we've tried to portray this, but like this is legitimately the biggest IP they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. movie tv show it doesn't like he is the biggest ip the biggest single ip the event yeah. has ever had and it's not even really close to be fair yeah mm-hmm. he headlined the super bowl halftime show like two years ago like that's super bowl halftime show coachella <laughs> uh yeah, concert that sells out stadiums like it's, yeah, it's kind of an endless huge. process yeah. of the amount of people who want to see him right right All right. Well, uh, moving on. What's next? Um, so they also pointed out that the number 31, I wonder why, <laughs> will be seen throughout the event, quite literally. Yeah. The first time we saw that was on the merch, of course, the shirts and other products they released. Uh, we also saw it engraved into Horrors of Halloween on one of the fences. And then actually, once we get into the house details that we're going to talk about, again, not spoilery. But some of the small details, uh, you're going to hear even more about 31. It basically ties into all the houses, the scare zones. The event is about 31. Because that's Halloween, of course. Which I got to say is cool because I don't know how many years we've been talking about it. Like, yeah, 30 will be cool. Huge anniversary year. But 31 is Halloween. So they're going to go all in. And here we are. And they they really are harping on it heavy. And I, I've didn't expect them to actually do it to be honest yeah it seemed like the i don't want to say the easy way out because it's not and it's something we all wanted but it kind of is it is when you think about it we wanted the easy way out we wanted them to take the simple route because it's the obvious route and here we are (laughs) yeah yeah we're thriving i'm sorry (laughs) the merch what we're seeing visually wise in scare zones it's I don't want to say perfection because I haven't seen the event yet, but like, I don't know if I've ever gone to an event before thinking I want the entire event as much as I do exactly as is, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like usually there's some things I'm like, okay, aesthetically, maybe I would have preferred this or, or whatever. Like just from what I'm seeing already, I'm like, this is exactly what I would have wanted. Like to a T. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anything more like anything I've wanted. They've already, they've announced it. I feel like at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, this this is going to be 
the closest thing to a perfect you know how like some of the other anniversary years um for this event has kind of fallen flat to some people i don't think this one is as gonna have that same mm. um at the, when all said and done i don't think this one is gonna have that same mm. talk to this fair, one this is this is an anniversary year in the context that sweet 16 is an anniversary year you know right it's not technically an anniversary but the number itself has significance yeah, and they are playing on it hard, like they did for Sweet Sixteen. So, exactly. um, and to be honest, I feel a lot of similarities—not not to the contents, but the way they're doing it. You know, absolutely. And then uh, the one more thing that uh, I'll bring up before they do get into the actual houses themselves, uh, Laura Sauls says, "Dead Man's Pier and Bug House are the two can't miss houses." So. Just thought I'd, I'd, I'd drop Ooh. that in there. Um, and I think those are high on a lot of hype lists. So, yeah. you know, uh, justifying a lot of hype. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. But I'm warming up on the bug house. I'm warming up on it a little bit. We'll see. <laughs> I think uh, me too. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, well, we're, we're going to start with bug house here. Not on our hype list, but what they said about it. Um only one little tidbit before they actually got into more spoilery kind of territory, but referring to the 31 aspect, you're going into Pavilion 31 of the World's Tech Fair. So we kind of always had it pitched as just a showroom, and I think a lot of people thought it was like, showroom of this company, it's their store, it's the World's Tech Fair. That's what it is. So it's a kind of larger scale thing, if you want to look at it that way. It's the Carousel of Progress is what I'm hearing. There's a great thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's that's all we want to talk about there. Uh, Hellblock Horror will be taking place in Cell Block 31. And um, tying into something we discussed a lot last time was like, how involved will these HHN Easter eggs be? Because they kind of made it seem like it would be small. But also there's kind of a hint that it might be a lot of the event from Insiders. The exact quote in this article is that Easter egg characters from other houses will exist, etc. Finishing with some may not survive. And I feel like the way they've worded this is a bit more like it's kind of focused on them. Mm. I think it's, I'm, I'm leaning that way. I could be very wrong. But the way they worded it, it sounds like a lot of this is going to be of HHN past characters and this, them being in this Hellblock. I hope so. I hope so. This Thanks. is the the closest we've got to a confirmation to, of this rumor, um, because I before you you just read this, I was kind of the playing devil's advocate a little bit of like this is not confirmed. They had the opportunity to confirm it on that podcast, and they really didn't. This is the closest thing we get to a confirmation that we are the the it's more than just Easter egg characters from other houses, no um, more just like little hidden things. This is actually going to be like um, a prison for these these characters from other ho- houses, and they are going to be featured in the same way that Cabin of the Woods kind of featured them. Um, I was thinking that it was more going to be like, oh, just kind of random uh, monsters with little, you know, uh, you know, oh, there's a, a you know, a, 
uh, H&R Blood & Guts um, cell that's empty or whatever, you know, and, and if you look closely, you can see H&R Blood & Guts, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, basically Easter eggs for the Lights On tour. That's what I was kind of expecting. But this is the first confirmation that we're getting that it might not be the case. Yeah, that, uh, that, that some may not survive comment definitely makes you think you will see what happens to some of these characters. Yeah. Which... Will it be sad? Will it be characters were like, wait, what? Did you just actually kill them off? Or like, you know, that kind of deal. Um, so I'm excited. I, I'm a bit more excited. I don't know if it's going to move my hype list. I do know. <laughs> You'll find out soon if it's going to move my hype list from it. But I am more excited about it regardless. Uh, and then moving on to Descendants of Destruction. Again, just a, a, a really small tidbit here. Uh, we know that it is going to take place in the subway system of New York. This is going to be on platform. 31. And then moving on to Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. Uh, they confirm they will be bringing back characters from Dead Man's Wharf, the scare zone in HHN 26. And Laura Sauls even goes as far to say it will be one of the most beautiful scenic houses ever. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I have this listed somewhere else, but I feel like I should bring it up here. Uh, there is a piece of merch that includes Dead Man's Pier. And not only does it have the the characters you'd expect to see, there is what appears to be the arms of a kraken attacking them. Hmm. So let let your imagination wander. I don't know if that'll be as we expect, but could there be a massive kraken in there? That would be awesome. A giant puppet. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. But there is a lot of hype about how these sets and the experience will be as a whole. Oh, you just got me excited, Duff. If the, <laughs> the last room or two is just a giant fucking kraken. Can you imagine? Like the Mind Flayer was yeah. in 29, yeah. but actually Done correctly. incredible. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hope so. Uh, but anyways, we'll move on to the weekend after hours nightmare. Um, Charles Gray directly says, this is very intense, very gory, and very aggressive. Uh, they're basically combating like what you would expect out of a musical artist and how they approach it. And they're saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's going to be a bit intense for you. There's going to be a lot of gore going on. So um, something we kind of expected, and, and we've talked about on this podcast, we, you know, from the imagery we saw, we expect them to take it that direction, but fully confirming it right there. And then also that uh, lighting will be very heavily involved and also programmed with the music itself, which also kind of leads back to like why this probably isn't part of the, unmasking the horde tour because it won't mm-hmm. look as good during the right. day because lighting is so important to it it sounds like right music and lighting play such a huge part that there's no point of doing it mm-hmm. unmasking here exactly exactly uh, and then we've more to legends collide this has the very fun factor of a lot of people's favorite house last year where there's a new winner every single night oh. clarify if that's going to rotate during the night or it's going to be once a night but there will be new winners, is what we know. So there's, I oh, I love it. I love, I love that. It. Yeah. We, of course, have to wonder how that will tie into the Hollywood story itself, because we know that's part two. Is it just something that really doesn't affect what takes place after, or yeah. will they address that somehow? We'll see. Whatever. They all, they're all dead. They, they, they can bounce back. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be the case. Um, but just for, yeah. for Orlando the side alone, not dead. The other two are dead, right? Yeah, that, he, he can't die, yeah. specifically. 
Um, for Orlando, though, I think that's great news. That's always fun when they do something like that. And then the last uh, house we're going to discuss that they talked about in this USA Today article is Fiesta de Chupacabras. Um, and it has me a bit more excited about it as well. I, I was excited about it before, but, you know, of course, there were concerns. The cast and production crew are all bilingual, English and Spanish. Um, and it seems there, there's just a lot more harping on, like, listen, we, we really took into consideration the culture and the people involved in this culture. Um, and that, that's very exciting for me personally. And I'm, I assume both of you as well. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they're, they all, yeah, they're doing a good job at definitely um, laying the groundwork here. Um, kind of the the PR be, um, on saying no that we really did uh, mm-hmm. had you know people of color um, part of this as well uh, in designing this. Because I'm sure they saw what a lot of people were saying, you know, and they they, they said something, and I, I think it sounds very adequate for the time being. So uh, we'll see, but I have a lot of hope. For how it's done um also they they called out one particular character of the house uh, which is the mask maker who makes the masks for basically all the villagers for the festival itself uh they will also be at scare actor dining telling these stories of of the festival and oh. uh-huh. in both english and spanish that's badass yeah that. so scare actor dining if you were just kind of considering it might have to jump up your list a bit because it's going to fully tie into this original house. Oh, that is bad. Usually, character dining is just kind of like whatever big IP is mm. is the, to have it um, uh, like a a, a character who's literally a, just telling like a storyteller that kind of uh, provides lore for a house like this. That is awesome. Yeah, and and like. They, you know, when they have originals in character dining, it's typically like a scarecrow from Scarecrow the Reaping or something who who doesn't talk yeah. and interact. And they just kind of right. come and take a picture. It sounds like this is going to be like one of the absolute main features of character yeah. dining right here. And the whole storytelling aspect, I, <laughs> I am fully sucked in, like one hundred percent. Oh, absolutely! And then on top of it, like I know, you know, we just said it's not they don't talk but the other there there's a photo op right now up in louis for halloween mm-hmm. so to have you know michael myers will obviously be over there by the hedge i'm assuming and then <laughs> so you'll have the character that doesn't speak and then you'll be able to actually have inter- like real life interactions with a character that matters mm-hmm. for yeah. an original and i mean just think about the possibilities of like you know, they, they are told the whole story and it's ingrained in their head mm-hmm. and you could literally ask questions about it and they can answer these questions about this, this story that they've created, you know, yeah. I, this fictional town. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, this, this is the first time I will ever recommend to make the houses themselves better. You might want to go to character dining. We'll see. We're, we're going to do it. It'll happen. Oh, so yeah. I'll give you the full confirmation yeah. then, but it sounds like from this. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, this is really cool, guys. This is the way to bring back character dining, is oh, yeah. this way. Yeah, it's been gone for a couple of years, and now it's back. Yeah, no, this is the way to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, another big thing that has popped out, it was actually specifically today, on Tuesday, uh, that a lot, a lot, or was it Monday? It was Monday and Tuesday. There's a bit that dropped both days. But uh, a lot of new merch dropped, like the... They dropped a Never Go Alone shirt that I actually like, which is pretty insane. Yeah. Oh, that the pizza fry, blinky cup. Like, mm-hmm. um, there was like, yeah. I don't know, iconic, I guess, snacks. Yeah. 
yep. shirt. That was blinky really cups, good. and it said join like the blinky cup cult and all yeah. that. And, like, They're really listening. It feels like yeah. to the fans like this time. Yeah. I'd, I don't know how to. It, it's fan service. It feels like everything they're releasing is fan service, in the best way possible, though. Yeah, because like, you know, fan service is sometimes a negative mm-hmm. connotation. No, not in this sense. Like, no. I love this fan service. This, this is what I wanted, and you gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, um, you know, on the house shirt that we've seen, of course, already, uh, it has that skeleton on the front holding like the um, gravestone. Uh, mm-hmm. He is now a wall mount, and it looks. So fucking good. I love it. It's it a Halloween so Horror Nights and the Roman numerals for 31. Oh, it's I think so... it's 2022, but yeah. Or whatever, 2022. I don't know Roman numerals. Don't ask me. And that's uh, because <laughs> it's now popped up in Hollywood, the same design. Ah, uh, the there we go. The appropriate house is on the back, yeah. Also, um, I didn't put this. I forgot and also came late. Um, all the merch, not all the merch, a lot of the merch has popped up in Hollywood like today. Oh, finally. A lot of little boo merch. Like a lot of it, it went over there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, well, um, and all, of, <laughs> all of our everyday is Halloween merch that we loved all over there as well. You know, mm. so uh, which has nothing to do with their actual event. So most years, I understand why. Like, I understand why you do it. I don't approve it necessarily. I understand why, but like that has nothing to do with Hollywood's event no. at all. I think they're using the excuse that they made the Terror Tram, the Hollywood Harry portion, Halloween themed. And I think that's why they're shoehorning it in. It looks like a single facade, but we'll get to that soon. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. Um, but before we get to Hollywood, uh, we do have a couple more things on the Orlando side. Uh, one is, well, the food. It's out. Um, I think it was like the day after or two days after we dropped the last episode, the menus came out into the parks. Most of them, at least. Um, I'm not going to read over every single item they have because they did release that beautiful article on uh, the Discover Universal blog for us today. So let's go over a few things. Um, first of all, guys, this vegan selection mm-hmm. is wild. Um, so the fried zombie brains, which are going to be in Meat's Locker over in Sting Alley, is vegan tempura battered cauliflower oh. tossed in spicy gochujang, which is a, like a Korean sauce, and garnished with toasted sesame seeds and scallions. And they look fucking Mm-hmm. insane and also uh, i'll point out like almost all these items have been already tested they were doing uh like stress tests on on the kitchens themselves and gave them out for free to people who were there and yeah, yeah. so we've seen videos of these out there and, and it seems like people are really liking them as well and this item uh seemed like a pretty big star yeah i'm excited there's there is so much and they were giving people one of every item on the menu yeah. if you th- were like right place yeah. right time I think depending on the day, it was either every item or you can have one savory, one uh, sweet mm. kind of Yeah, thing. but there's so many YouTubers you can just search HHN yeah. Food and see a bunch of it. They're there. They're there. Um, my favorite thing is that we're getting something from Mardi Gras kind of repackaged. Jeff, I was talking to you about it earlier today. <laughs> um, the petrified rat tails. It's like funnel cake oh. fries with crab dip on top. And they had these crab beignets at Mardi Gras that were so good and I, it's it's like the HHN Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, all I'm going to call it at this I, point. I do want to call it one thing that's cool as well. You were talking about coming from Mardi Gras. This is even cooler. I was actually, it's uh, Lush TV. Adrian, go check him out. Um, it was in a video. I don't know if it was his or Zombie Chris's. But what they, they had a video together. And he said he was discussing with, I, I don't remember if it was a manager or a chef who helped uh, open up Beijing. 
Mm-hmm. And um, he said that this item directly came from there. Oh. And that's pretty cool. That's, I'm just saying, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the food looks um, just amazing this year. I was talking to just kind of a, a I don't even remember who, but it's just someone uh, f- found out that I like Halloween Horror Nights, and they're just kind of a casual fan. And the first thing they said about this year is like, I don't know much, much about the event this year, but all I know is that the food is going to be amazing this year. Like they knew about the food because they've done such a good um, job about advertising mm-hmm. the food options. And I was like, hell yeah, they the, the food is going to be on point. Yeah, they've done a really good job kind of reaching um the casual fans about like the food um this year um and and uh, the last couple of years honestly but this year even more so yeah no this is i mean listen we've been here since 2019 doing this podcast and every year we say make it more like a i don't want to say food festival but give us more options and more options and more mm-hmm. options this feels like the year where we're finally hitting that level where we're like, oh, we are content with what you are doing. Absolutely. Because last year was a big step. This year is insane. And let me just let me just run through the other vegan items real quick. We won't go through a full description, but they have an African lentil and potato Sambusa coffin. I fucking love Sambusa. Love Sambusa. Uh, roasted sweet potato and mushroom street tacos. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of wish they had a meat item on it too as well. I'm not going to lie, but it's okay. Yeah. Whatever. I, I'll still love it. Uh, they look pretty legit though. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Lil Boo's spicy pumpkin bun. It looks so good. Oh, it does. That it's, sounds good. It's filled with uh, butternut squash and um, spices. Basically. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That yeah. sounds so good. Um, so those are kind of like the main uh, vegan items. Oh, wait. Go, no, go you forgot Chili oh, Lee Ray. Chili Lee. Really. <laughs> Which... I kid you not. I was sitting on my couch one day, like a couple days after we found out it existed, and I thought the words Chili Lee Ray and left literally out loud. I was like, this is a thing. This is a thing they actually made and named yeah. it Chili Lee Ray. Obviously, Charles Lee Ray, Chucky Booth. It's you funny. Get it. you get it. I like it's it. funny. It's yeah. funny. I um, like it. This is how we're shoehorning Chucky in every year. I'll accept it. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I bring you back, guys, one more time to the Meats Locker? Where they have spicy fried chicken offals, uh, which is like the actual term itself is kind of like the entrails of an animal and and the leftovers, I guess you could say. Uh, In this case, it is not. Uh, But it's crispy fried chicken thighs, uh, peanuts, crunchy chili rings, uh, more gochujang sauce uh, topped with sesame seeds and scallions. And uh, holy shit, it looks insane. Insane. And sticking on the Korean flavor, maggot-covered cheese dog, which is a Korean-style hot dog on a stick that has cheese. It's rolled in puff rice cereal to, to kind of simulate the maggots. And gochujang drizzle. And then let's just run through their stuff. One I'm really excited about, the Witch's Spell Cauldron Stew. Yes. Uh, which is like a green chili mm-hmm. stew that's mm-hmm. going to be available at the food truck over near Music Plaza. There's pepperoni pizza skulls. The Haunted Horseshoe, which is like an open-faced burger on garlic toast that has a bunch of shit on top. One I'm not as excited about and slightly concerned uh, for my taste buds as someone who eats basically anything. The uh, Killer Stovetop Popcorn Custard, mm, which the person who's writing okay. this article says is hands down their favorite. <laughs> wow. It's, it's butter popcorn-infused custard. With a layer of caramel on the bottom, topped with blood-spattered sweet kettle corn. 
Yeah, that's that doesn't sound like my cup of tea. That sounds pretty wild. Uh, they have a major sweets ice cream sandwich. They have a coconut yuzu eyeball. They have the angry bear meat over back at Meat's Locker, which is like sounds insane. It's hot Cheetos and white cheddar flavor marshmallow. Okay. What is going on? I don't it know. It sounds good. I don't know. I'm oh, going to Listen, I love flaming hot Cheetos. I love cheese. So, I don't love marshmallow. Like marshmallow's okay, but I'm I'm probably yeah. going to enjoy it. Um they don't have all the beers and cocktail options. They're all out there. So if you want to go look them up, go find the pictures. They're on Twitter, they're on YouTube. Um but the ones they highlight in this article specifically, they have a pecan pie cider. Uh, that comes from Kiel Farms, Ooh. which is a pretty local uh, cidery slash brewery. They have Lactocooler, which is a uh, Berliner Weiss, which it's a sour beer. Oh, uh, that wow. You can find it in a lot of different places, and that's kind of like the uh-huh. main beer they're marketing. What if it really will at HHN 29, obviously by the name. Whole Hog Pumpkin Ale, I think it was the one from last year. Oh, yep, they came mm-hmm. from right there. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And this, what they call the signature cocktails, the Burning Skull, which is a tequila-based drink. Uh, it has Grangala liqueur, lime juice, simple syrup, mango nectar, pineapple juice, jalapeno, and basil concentrate. Mixed with smoked chipotle pepper bitters and served in a skull-shaped souvenir cup. We saw that skull-shaped souvenir cup last year. You can buy it on Amazon in bulks for like 10 bucks. Uh, <laughs> and Electric Death, which is a gin-based tiki drink with Bowles Blue Curacao, lime juice, B.R. Reynolds, or- Orgiat? 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 Almond syrup, simple syrup, pineapple juice, and pimento bitter. Pimento bitters. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, but then they're also going to have items throughout City Walk. Um, Voodoo Donut to some Red Coconut Club. Obviously, Dead Coconut Club. So uh, a, a lot a lot of food and drink to look forward to this year, guys. It's going to be insane. Yeah, and I, it sounds like they have finally kind of taken, like not straight up a food festival, but they have really have these these booths all over the park that have unique items as close as you can get to a food festival. I think mm-hmm. uh, they're they're really pushing that boundary, and I and I I love it. One thing I will point out: they had a drink called Save Your Tears at the Weekend Bar. Uh, which is over by Transformers, that large bar. It was the same exact thing, drink they originally posted over at the pumpkin booth. Uh, they took the pumpkin menus down almost immediately and have not put them back up. So maybe they're going to change the drink and it'll be different. I hope. Yeah, it was just really... I, it felt lazy because every other stand had its own drink or it was yeah. named something. Mm-hmm. And then Save Your Tears, which like it sounds really good. Also... I'm just happy as like someone who like prefers bourbon or whiskey. Like mm. we rarely have ever oh. had drinks at HHM. This year, this year we have several. Yeah. So like that's my liquor of choice. So like I'm excited to finally have options. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really weird to just kind of like copy and paste a drink when they were doing that at other stands. We're not saying they weren't doing that, but they they gave it a different name or that it was weird. Yeah, it was, and it doesn't make sense for the pumpkin booth because it was, I believe, peach boba. Right? Yeah, was in it was the like the fruit involved in it was a peach boba, and I was like, um, what? So I don't know if it was a mistake or if they realized it was a mistake the second Twitter saw it and went, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Twitter absolutely went, "What the fuck is going on? Why is that at both booths, and why is that at the pumpkin booth specifically?" Um, but regardless, the event this year. Is going oh here actually I gotta point one more thing out. We have a few returning drinks. Ghoul juice, bog slime two. <laughs> the um 
the sequel, thank you, and the return of the circus peanut. Oh wow! I talked yeah. about whiskey, but I take it all back now. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. I wonder. I wonder if it's the same or if they have touched it up a bit. They must, make have. It, they must have tweaked it. Well, because I don't think so. No, I. Well, bog slime is the exact same drink, even though they're calling it bog slime to the sequel. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at it, and to me, it didn't seem any different. But I didn't try the circus peanut, so I don't oh. really know what it had. You're lucky. I did. It was <laughs> not good. Like so, I've heard. <laughs> I I'm usually not like a. Nothing to me is usually terrible drink or food wise for the most part. It was terrible, like horrible. Nothing about it made any sense for the palate, <laughs> like at all. So um, I'm gonna be very intrigued. I'm gonna try it again. You'll see it on TikTok, I'm sure, everyone, just so you know. Uh, but yeah, that'll be something to try. Um, and then one more food and drink kind of thing. Um, typically, and as confirmed, the Swizzle Lounge, I say typically, it was one year, the Swizzle Lounge will have a bar this year themed to Universal Monsters. All of those drinks will be at every Universal Orlando resort, all eight of them. Um, so you can get all those specialty cocktails no matter where you are staying. You won't have the, the thematic enhancement, which we're not sure how much that's actually going to be. But um, the drinks will be there. And then also, at uh, Endless Summer, specifically Dockside, they're going to have a bar that they're basically referring to as a Halloween oasis. We don't know much more about that at the time, but it sounds like there's going to be a themed Halloween bar experience over at Dockside at Endless Summer. So keep that in mind if you're staying there. Or want to head over there, for that matter. And I think we are finally updated on Orlando, and I bet we missed a lot. I'm sure. Probably, but it's it's opening week. We're all busy. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, next uh, next time we talk to you, we're gonna fucking have gone through the event for three nights. Oh my oh, god. Jesus. Yeah, I know. We will. We'll have so much to talk about. <laughs> oh my god, and we'll have Duff and I have gone through unmasking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. There's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's, we'll have to save that for a different show, but yeah. yeah sure. Why why are we rushing past opening weekend? We're <laughs> let's savor yeah. this. Well, yeah. I just want it to be Friday, to be fair. Yeah. So um anyway, <laughs> Orlando. That's that's what we got for now. All right, so we, rapid fire Hollywood, so we can get to our to our list. It is yes. it is rapid fire. We don't have to talk about much. Um Sideshow Slaughterhouse was a scare zone. Well, it still is a scare zone at Hollywood. That was kinda like Maybe it's a bit insensitive, some of the things they're putting out. Uh, They took them down and or replaced them. So if you want to go see pictures of what they did, go check that out. But they made a lot of changes. Just pointing that out. Uh, The weekend after hours nightmare bar is a thing. And it's not the thing like it is in Orlando where they just put a vinyl over an existing bar. It is like an archway that leads up to stairs. And it looks fucking cool. And it seems like it's going to have a lot of legit shit, potentially. No menu released. I'm just assuming that, to be fair. Nice. Uh, they released my favorite <laughs> food location ever uh, called Killer Barbecue from Outer Space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. 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 You, Good answer. Good answer. When I think of Killer Clowns, I think of barbecue. Yeah. Of I course. Think same. And I, it's, I'm assuming it's going to be the same food they had for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre booth, which was not the barbecue you would have expected. It was like fucking chicken. Only and uh, okay, whatever. Anyways, uh, the Terra Tram, as we alluded to before, has a pumpkin facade that reads "Happy Harry Halloween." Um, 
I'm actually excited they're going like that kind of like Hollywood Harry is presenting this Halloween tram tour, and then we get to go into basically the mind of Jordan Peele. With oh, well, Hollywood Harry's back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is his. It is his. I forgot you weren't there for the Hollywood episode. Yeah, no, I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Missed that. It's, it's, Hollywood, it's Hollywood Harry's tram tour. There's a again. photo op with him, too. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, they did also, uh, did you see that they added props and they bloodied that up? The what, Hollywood photo op? The one that we talked about with John. Oh, oh, the the one at RIP tour location. Are you talking about? Mm, no, I don't think they bloodied. What well, maybe that was something else, but it looked like it was the Hollywood Harry one that was already like they said. Oh, oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I was thinking, and actually, something I could add in the uh, RIP tour location yes. photo shoot is there too, and it's the Never Go Alone logo that actually looks really good. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's kind of all the Hollywood updates for now. Um, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about it next week after we review opening weekend of Orlando, because that will be their opening weekend we're going into. So look forward to that. All righty, Duff. We, that was a doozy of news and rumors. Let's get into the main segment. Let's finally reveal our official, uh, HH 31 hype lists. Let's start with shows, then let's scare zones and then into houses. Uh, let's hop right into it. Shows. Let's do it. As if we haven't like built up the suspense hard enough. We're, we're going to start with shows, right? Yeah. Got it. <laughs> let's get, uh, let's get the, the simple ones out. Okay. So uh, we're going to start, we're going to start bottom and go up, right? As yeah. Usual. I mean, countdown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess I'll, I'll start then. Uh, number two, I mean, listen, I liked you last year, but Nightmare Fuel Wildfire, because I'm going to be honest, the um, mini spoiler here, by the way, very mini, 10 seconds. Uh, the set list leaked because people have heard it. They use like six of the same songs. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Wow. I, I don't love that. So um, that's kind of partially why. And I would have put the other one ahead anyways. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I was hoping there would be all fire-themed songs. So, like, that's, you know. Mo fire. Yeah. Mo fire. Yeah, so that and that. Uh, I mean, it's not going to drop it, because uh, my number two <laughs> was is also um, Wildfire. Um, you aren't going to drop it to three on your <laughs> show list? I mean, if we count some of the state shows in the, the scare zones, maybe. Like, <laughs> but no, I um, am actually really excited. I did not get to see Nightmare Fu- Fuel, but that's not because I did try, um, and I've heard great things. I am excited about the show. It's just... It's not... It's, it's hard to break away from the houses to sit into a show that is not Bill and Ted. Mm, you're right. still stuck on that too, a little bit. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just, uh, it feels weird. And I think some of the um, redacted performers hit the spot. <laughs> um, with not like, for uh, me. No, no, not, altered, not Altered States? I thought Altered States it, was, it was one, of the, one of the better shows that have been on that stage. Which one was Altered States? Which year? 2019. It was okay. just kind of three variety acts with a like a, a silly plot. I, but I thought the, the plot was fun and the music was fun. I don't know the soccer the guy. Is kind of it was also a sausage fest. It was it was a giant sausage I'm fest. Oh, <laughs> is that how we're judging it? Then? <laughs> right. An eight an HHN sucks. 
<laughs> HHN is a sausage. Yeah. Okay. Uh- <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I mean, not to talk about a show from 2019, but you have some talented female aerialists. Like, why not get a female up there? Anyway, okay. That's where we're getting- <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of females, um, <laughs> my, my second, uh, I guess, show is also Nightmare Fuel, which for me should be shocking that the other show is my number one. Uh, <laughs> but it's actually not still because really because no, even with how much I hated marathon no because mm-hmm. kind of the thematics are so much up your alley oh it. that's fair all right yeah. well can I say what I am excited about nightmare yeah, go ahead, for? please um so I I guess that they were supposed to be the headliners last year but there is a UK performance group called the fuel girls mm-hmm. um and they are the ones who the show is centered around um and this is like their shtick like oh yeah they travel and they're they're kind of like BDSM kinky kind of like the way their costuming is leans, which is what we saw last year. Oh, right. Nightmare fuel, yeah. But yeah. last year that show was modified because they couldn't mm-hmm. travel due to COVID. Yep. So oh, it yeah. was supposed to be based around them anyways. Oh, so, so they had the last minute kind of change it a little bit. Exactly, which is why we mm-hmm. got the other performers that we got, and I think that maybe why there was so much fire maybe to kind of mm-hmm. replace the bits where they still are a fire performance troupe but they also do aerial stunts they do other mm-hmm. things like that i even saw some like you know that where they wear like a metal bikini and they use like a saw yeah and make yeah. sparks i saw stuff like that if you mm-hmm. look them up on tiktok they're actually really interesting so i'm excited to see their show mm-hmm. this year I, I did look into it and i think the performers last year were great but again this is was supposed like the show was built around this specific group so mm-hmm. i am i am curious to see how it works now that it's it's them this time yeah but it's still it's it didn't beat my number one which is all of our number one yeah um let's yeah ghoulish hey guys that's our number one show there we go there it is yep. i wonder oh, why me Shocking. and mike uh both love marathon of mayhem and jess just kind of likes uh what they're gonna do i i just told you all of our opinions there it is well uh, hey it looks like goosebumps to me and goosebumps you've all heard me go off about it on multiple podcasts at this point mm-hmm. so um, I will say I've heard a lot of people say like they're absolutely shocked they're not doing Marathon of Mayhem again and almost take it in a direction like the show is not going to be anything like Marathon of Mayhem. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's more just that it's going to be a different name. It feels like maybe a, a higher storytelling aspect, but it's not going to be like a completely different concept or anything. No. You know, It's still going to be what Marathon of Mayhem was for the yeah. most part. It's still a lagoon show. With a different theme, you know? And I, I think also, part of that reason is because Carnage Factory had the same name. And I think that's part of what made it kind of down for people is like it had this to live up to, had the same name, and it was not 29's Marathon of Mayhem. No, and this gives it a chance to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Do and you think if Carnage Factory dropped the Marathon of Mayhem and was just Carnage Factory, would it have been a more popular show? I think it would have held up better in people's opinions mm-hmm. but i don't think it would have been considered like a, the better show than the marathon of Mayhem. no more popular I, than I, I just, show I just think not making that direct comparison would help people's opinions a yes, bit like totally there, there'd be less expectation for it totally agree it was all the, because they were comparing it to marathon of mayhem because it was supposed to be a sequel if they had just like ghoulish they learned just like Ghoulish, if they had just called it Carnage Fa- or Jack Presents Carnage Factory or some shit, like they would have had a, I think, a, a better overall um, reaction. I, mm-hmm. I have to uh, mm-hmm. to assume. 
I would <laughs> I want to point out one defense I saw of like why someone thinks it's going to be completely different. They're like, okay, it has a different name, so it's going to be different because like they never changed Bill and Ted's excellent Halloween oh adventure. My God. I was like. That's because the characters were the same every time. Yeah, <laughs> like, because what are you, what are you going to change it to? Bill and Ted's excellent spooky dookie fall extravaganza? No. <laughs> yeah, because that show was all basically the same plot, but then just was uh, you know a pop culture references of parodying of what happened that year. Like yeah, this so- is obviously going to be different than that. Sorry, someone I didn't uh, remember who did it, but to call you out on here, but like that opinion's pretty wild to me. Pretty, pretty wild. <clears throat> anyway, sorry. Uh, moving on to scare zones, which I think a, a little more variation here. Uh, definitely more, because I know what Mike's list is, sort of. Um, let's start with our number fives. How about you kick us off, Jess? All right. Well, I thought this was a controversial opinion at first, but then doing that episode with Catacombs, I realized it's more... I guess the norm. My number five is what, Horrors of Halloween. I almost called it something else. <laughs> Ooh, but the I, one? Uh, yeah uh <laughs> but no for me it's location it's always going to be location i don't don't tend to love the zones up there um i do like where the pumpkin lord's throne is sitting right now um i like that it's a little farther out and the set pieces are a little spread out but to me this uh idea would have been better maybe in a different location which is why it's my fifth fair should i go next yeah go ahead all right so my fifth is also horrors of halloween now i have to say my reasoning is partly location but not really it's mostly like because i an arcade was my number one um scare zone of 2019 i think this location can while it is cramped um can have some badass zones and it has in the past I think it's more that we've already been kind of told that this is kind of the preview mashup zone, that we're going to get a little bit of characters from other zones in this zone. So it's just kind of like the teaser zone. And I've never really loved the teaser zone. Like, um, I like zones. Give, Give it its own, like plot. Give it like, if it's, this is going to be pumpkin Lord's zone, let's see some other pumpkin lord minions like give let's give him a crew that aren't just stolen from the other zones let's flush this out let's have let's not just kind of make this a preview zone that's why i am having having this lower it's mm-hmm. just it could be better not necessarily because of location just because of execution at least what we're being told uh, mike i agree with everything you said but also, I add on fully location, and to be honest, on Catacombs episode, I had this number five. That has changed. Uh, also, due to location, um, my number five is now Conjure the Dark. Oh, Boo. Boo. yeah. Boo. Um, so, so here's the thing: both of those locations for me are rough for different reasons. Um, <laughs> San Francisco specifically is a son of a bitch to go through. Like, it is miserable at times, and the props have started to cram in a bit more already this year, and that's, you know, you know. Um, also, I'm, I'm very excited for Spirits of the Coven and Flapper Witches and that kind of aesthetic and stuff, and this feels very um, Scarlet Witch 
and <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. Look at the logo of Conjure the Dark and what's behind it. It literally looks like Multiverse of Madness, and it's about sorcery. And I'm not saying I hate the film at all or anything like that, but that's not what I'm looking for in this zone at all. And uh, also, again, location is probably the main factor um, that had the other location I dislike jump in. Um, so I guess I'll just move it to my number four because it's also always a Halloween like you guys had at five. Uh, again, location. The reason it jumped Conjure the Dark is because I enjoy how it's going to draw every zone together. It's not just like a preview of what every zone it is. It is Pumpkin Lord growing the entire event. Um, and we're seeing vines pop up in every single scare zone. So it feels just so interconnected that even though I don't love the location and how they approach it and that it is just kind of a preview zone at the end of the day. Um, that that has me just a bit more excited about it than Conjure the Dark. All right, fair. I'll take it. But boo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. Ugh. All right, Jess. You want to go with your fourth? Sure. Um, I'm. This one's gonna get me hate because people were mad at me on catacombs. Uh, my number four, and I'm gonna before I even say it, I'm gonna just defend myself. I'm afraid that it's not gonna live up to the house. And it's Scarecrow Cursed Soil. Mm-hmm. Um, that house is very close to my heart. It's my first year. It was my favorite house. It's a lot of people's favorite house of all time. Um, and I just hold it really high. And I personally don't think I've seen a house go to a zone. I'm probably wrong, but it's it's late and it's a long week. But I've seen zones go to houses and they haven't been the best. So I'm just, I'm hesitant. It will probably rise. It will absolutely rise during the event. Mm-hmm. But right now... It's four. I don't hate that as much as you think, but Mike, Ooh. go ahead. All right. My number four. No, I think this is going to be controversial for you guys. My number four is Graveyard Deadly Unrest. Oh, Boo. Jess is going to fucking kill you. Oh, I hate Jess this podcast. I'm leaving. your throat. I don't no. want to be here anymore. <laughs> Let me preface this, but this is, these all five of these scare zones this year seem totally badass now that being said the reason why i have this for is that when i can close my eyes i can kind of picture what this is going to look like now i hope i'm wrong but i i kind of can already know what to expect and while i expect something great that doesn't i get excited mostly when i don't know what to expect when i can close my eyes and can't fill in all the pieces uh perfectly that's when my mind really starts to get run and be like oh could it be this could it be that that's when i get excited when i can close my eyes and for the most part kind of picture what this is going to look like i can't don't get quite as excited and that's what it is like for me, for um, Graveyard Deadland Rest. Is it going to be amazing? Could it end up being my favorite zone? Uh, uh, yes. But as of right now, I kind of have an idea of what this is going to be like. And, um, and maybe I'm totally wrong. But for that reason, I have it number four. That's... <clears throat> wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, well, I'm going to move on to my number three because, Jess, this is why I'm not super upset where you put Scarecrow because it is my number three. So I'm oh. above you. Um, and to be honest, it's because I have some concerns about living up to the hype. Same as you. And I mean, that's a preconceived notion of can it reach the levels of what this house was that is probably in my top five houses of all time. 
top 10, if not. Um, I don't know. That's that's just a scary thought. And <laughs> that sounds terrible. Like, that's why I feel that way, because I think a lot of the sets look great. And um, I, I have a lot of hope. Again, like Mike said, I think, to be honest, if you took all five of these zones, take away location, all five would be higher in my hype list than if you included last year's five before the event. Like, all five. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a phenomenal looking year for scare zones. It's just below a couple others because I, <laughs> my bias that it, maybe it can't reach what I want it to reach. Okay. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna just uh, jump number uh, three because um, my number three is also scarecrow, curse soil. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the more I hear about it, the more excited I get for it. Not that I wasn't already excited. Again, this is a stacked year, but um, there's going to be a giant fucking windmill. <laughs> there's going to be a truck. Uh, yeah, this is going to be really cool. Um, I mean, we already knew about the barn, but I, the only thing, the reason why it was just kind of number three is. <sighs> Central Park doesn't always do it for me. I, I really tried to take location out of it because um, I just try to more focus on like, I think any location if done right could can work. But for S- Central Park for me, um, take away the giant barn they're going to make us wake, work through, walk through has always just kind of fallen flat. Uh, I know I I'm kind of... One second. Yeah. one second, I'm sorry. You think <laughs> that Central Park overall is a worse location simply location than san fran just for me yeah i don't know what see san fran we can get some variety okay so we get variety in san fran for central park at least for me we get kind of the same vibe each year we get kind of the same stuff like um you know kind of in central park it's a it's it's not a bad zone. It's just kind of we get the same feeling every year. I'm never, I'm never blown away by by Central Park. It's it's kind of I know what to expect there. We're gonna get the Halloween zone. We're gonna get the, um, we're gonna get the the overgrown zone. We're gonna get the woodsy zone. We're gonna you know I know, we're gonna get the trees. We're gonna get the forest. I know what to kind of expect in there. Um, I'm just never super blown away what what we what we get in there is is all. <clears throat> just please say something and I, help I'm, me out. <laughs> I'm speechless right now. Um, <laughs> wow, what did Central Park do to you? Uh, <laughs> it's also a, a bit tight. I know everyone talks about how how tight San Fran uh, is. Central Park can get really tight, guys. Uh, oh, um, it can. Absolutely, you're not wrong. I just think it's tight and it in a different way and also the thing is because because the show gets bottlenecked out one direction that there's times where it's forced to be slammed out of its mind where central park doesn't have that same issue can i ask you a maybe this is just a bitchy question but so then in 25 when uh carnage let out right by that scare zone did you hate central park i didn't attend uh, uh, uh 25 but oh, is that a? Is, I don't think well, Duff attended. Or, 20, I don't think Duff attend twenty five. Twenty five was the year I've missed. Yes. Ah, uh, so it's then. Going. Yes. I'm just saying, just to to play out devil's advocate for a second. So you would have had the same issues with Central Park back in the day. Um. Mm, yeah. Okay. So what? What am I on three? <laughs> three. Yes. 
Uh, so my three is Conjure the Dark. Um, and just because I'm excited, I've been excited since I was guessing that it was, you know, Celtic witches. Um, you know, Samhain, the tradition of what, you know, Samhain in the first Halloween is really exciting to me. I know it looks like Scarlet Witch's font. It looks like a little multiverse moment, but <laughs> I'm hoping it's just like multiverse of witches, which is why it's a little higher for me. And witches are always going to be higher. I'm sorry, Ash, over on RIP. I know you hate witches, but they're my <laughs> favorite trope. So you gave me all that shit and you only put it at three. Okay, my one and two, though, are very solid. They're not changing. So are mine. In okay. Fact, they're clearly the same as yours. Boo. <laughs> they're this not the gotten, same order. No, they're probably not. This has gotten sassy. <laughs> and I, I, I like it, but this has gotten kind of, like, very sassy. And I hope it stays like that. You guys all deserve defensive. it. <laughs> Jeez. God. All right, whatever. All I'll, right. Go to, I'll go to two. Um <laughs> Uh, so my two, uh, so to be honest, I'm very excited for both of my top two. And sets, 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 sets. The sets of these two zones are fucking immaculate and have drawn me in so heavily. And I don't think they can be bad, quote unquote, because of the sets and how good they are. Uh, but my number two, I'm going to go with Deadly Unrest. And the only reason, the only reason is because I feel the story, when we don't really know it much, to be fair, uh, but it just doesn't feel like it can be as intriguing. So that hype level I have of wondering what will be isn't really there. Because I kind of know what to, almost like Mike said, I kind of know what to expect and what to envision. I'm excited about it. Very excited about it. But not to the level of my number one. Because I don't know what to fully expect. Yeah. I That's that's different from the hype episode last week, right? Or did you change No, that? my one no? two are the same. Oh, okay. I don't remember you having it. Huh? My only change was four or five, actually. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. Mike, do you want to go next? I do. So my number two, and it seems like this is a confusing number two to some people. Uh, Hunter kind of called me out on the, the, um, <laughs> the hypeless episode of me, the only one who had um, any sort of like excitement for this zone at, at the level that I have it. And that is Conjure the Dark. Um, I, like just said, you say the words Celtic, you say the words um, First Halloween, you say the, the word uh, witches. In any other year, that's going to excite all of you good fuckers. So like, yeah, it's in San Francisco, but let's give it a fucking shot. Right. Let's give it. Let's give it a. Let's give it a. A second. We've got the first Halloween. We got Celtic witches. This could be the standout zone of the year. We're we're poo-pooing this solely because San Fran gets a little crowded sometimes. Okay, okay. I gotta step in and defend myself just a tad here. <laughs> I said in another year, all five of these are above everything else. I'm excited. I am excited. It's just not the same level because of its location. We also have no clue what this is going to be. Sure, it could be terrible, but this could be 
amazing. This is the the one that we really don't know what this is. So why would I be excited? I know it, nothing. It could be a I sexy zone. It, we have no clue. This could this could be a really theatrical zone, or it could fall flat. This is a hype list, and I am hype because we don't know what to expect here. We like, have seen we have seen some awesome mom and dad stuff are fighting. <laughs> we have seen some awesome. I, I like that this is kind of turned into um, like a an adversarial. Uh, we haven't even uh, made it to houses yet. I know we're only on yeah. zones. Like, yeah, I listen, like, like I like my mind to wander, not to have zero fucking clue compared to everything else. You know, zero. it's going to be Celtic witches, bro. The, okay, that is what's happening in the zone? And do do I know that? Because, bubble, because Doug. listen, 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 listen. I'm sorry. Hold on. If you go over to Horrors of Halloween, where they have a stand that represents each zone, why does horrors? That's what you said first. <laughs> uh, horrors of Halloween Production Central. They have a like a prop for each scare zone. That's not that one, and it's like flapper witch hat. So how is that Celtic witches? That is not a flapper witch hat. That's just it kind a of is. It's a hey, basic ass. All on. right, now I'm in the come fight. On. Ding, 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 round two. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm, the, I'm tapping her and she's tilt and everything. Come on. Um, excuse come me, on. but where's the flapper aspect in a fucking pointy black witch hat, Duff? It's not. It like has the tilt and everything. It's per. It fits per. That's not. Duff, you agree with me, and you know that's not perfectly what you expected. Oh, it Mike, to be. he's just mad. I'm not on his side. <laughs> no, you don't need to be on my side, but I know you don't fully. You did not expect it to look like that. Come on. No, this zone. I don't think it. I hey, I just think they needed a witch hat. This zone is. It, so, it has potential uh, to be badass. Why are we and, fighting? And, 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 and even if it, they it, all it, do. They all do. Even but, if it is Scarlet Wish Itchy, you loved that show. You I loved do. WandaVision. I so, did. And I love Multiverse of Madness, but that's not. What, but what's being pitched to me and what I'm seeing doesn't fit that in that zone for me. I mean, it could blow me away. It's again. It's my number five. If you put it last year, it's my number one against everything else last year on my hype list, one hundred percent, regardless of location. But this year, it's not. It's just not. I'm, sorry. I'm excited to see what this aesthetic is. If it is a mashup of like that, um, conjure the dark of like. Um, font with Celtic witches and we get like a mashup of those two things that could be really cool or we that uh, Contra the Dark font really has nothing to do with the zone and they just kind of went with it um, and the zone is uh, more traditional Celtic um, and that could be really cool too um, I am excited to see what this what this is and that's kind of what a hype list is I'm really excited to see what this turns into uh, and I'm I'm for this one, I am kind of throwing away that San Fran um, can get messy because um, at the end of the day, I think if it's a good enough zone, I think people will hang out in there uh, um, no matter what, and people will enjoy it. Hey, didn't isn't this where Dead Man's Wharf was? Yeah. Where Dead, I'm not saying I never liked zones. I like Dead Man's Wharf. I have liked Invasion. I have liked Zombie Gras. I have liked multiple zones here. That's not the point. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying the percentages lean against it because, and in a lot of situations, literally because I can't enjoy it because it's miserable to try to walk through and enjoy. All right, let's get to it. Uh, Uh, Wait, I still have my number two. Oh, okay. (laughs) Number. Sorry, um, I was letting the fight finish. (laughs) Uh, 
So my number two uh, is Sweet's Revenge. Sweet Revenge? I keep calling it Sweet's Revenge. Um, I almost put this as my number one because of that podcast, the Discover Universal podcast episode that came out last week. Um, if you have not listened to that backstory for this scare zone, what are you doing with your life? I think it's 15 minutes long. Go listen to it. Um, it's amazing. And I, I don't think it's spoilery at all, but mm-hmm. the way that they... It literally leaves you where you are going to step in. Yeah. It's, it is... I, I have a feeling you guys are going to talk about it for your number one. And I haven't heard it yet, so I won't get too far into it, but it's my number two just because my number one is very me, but I have a feeling this will be my number one by the end of the run. I mean, Jess, yes, of course it's my number one. That story <laughs> is fucking insane. It's so good. I mean, oh one, one before you even heard the, the actual podcast story, the, the just the blurbs and what we see itself, incredible. <laughs> you, you had me at this candy has turned children into psycho murderers. Done. I'm sold. Mixed with the props, I'm sold. The props are so vintage Halloween, it's painful in the best way possible, but mm-hmm. physically pains me when I look at them. I want to have a heart attack and drop to the ground out of pure enjoyment. Wow. I, it could not be more up my alley than this is. Yeah. Story and what I'm physically seeing. Yeah. Um, obviously, my number one is also a, a Sweet's Revenge. I am... Super stoked. I, full disclosure, have not listened to that podcast yet. I am actually probably am going to go pop it on uh, as soon as we're done here while I fall asleep. But I, not knowing any of that, just the just knowing the aesthetic that we're getting in here, we're getting um, kind of like a Halloween festival that's gone awry with giant parade floats and um, candy monster children and and it's gonna be insane and the fact that the um tribute store feeds into this 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 just comes together that that this is has the potential to of of i'm not only am i the most excited about it i'm pretty sure that this will probably end up as my favorite yeah i um so i'm someone who let off the last catacombs episode and basically every hype list episode we do saying a hype list for me is not my prediction for my final rankings whatsoever but if if i'm confident on anything to land where i have it on my hype list on my final rankings it's the scare zone yeah and that's saying a lot considering i'm excited for at least two other scare zones on a pretty close level yeah, that's kind of where I was at is like, I know that I just have a feeling that the actors are going to like vamp 55 this on top of it already looking amazing. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to get stories and, you know, performances. And I haven't really had that in a scare zone since I've been going. Um, so I'm really excited for that. But like my number one, I, I'll i just say it. it's it's obviously it's Graveyard Deadly Unrest. Um, but I said it on catacombs. I have been obsessed with graveyard since I was too little to know what a graveyard was. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that I'm fully getting, um, and Lauren said it on that catacombs episode, it reminds her of Gothic. And that is like my number oh, yeah. one wish I would have been able to go through that house because it's, you know, an it old, great Gothic, house. Yeah, an old Gothic cemetery. So like my shit. Uh, so the fact that I'm getting a scare zone and Hollywood has had, you know, my favorite scare zone vanity ball. 
Um, and I'm excited to see the creature design. If it's just kind of zombies, this will fall during the event for me. But I have a feeling they've given us something more than that, just based on the sets already. Yeah, it from the visuals of what we see on shirts and merch in general, it does not seem zombies. It seems mm -hmm. skeletal, I guess is a way to put it, which yeah. I am much more intrigued in. And skeletons are a traditional Halloween trope. We need them uh, at the event. So, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's it's going to be cool. Uh, I am really mm -hmm. excited. And I love uh, graveyards too. Um, mm -hmm. Graveyard games, I think, is my solidly second favorite um, house of all time. Uh, I, you know, and Gothic is up there too for me. I loved Gothic. Um, it's just, I kind of... When I close my eyes, I kind of know what to expect, and I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I uh, solidly think this will probably be high up there, but for my hype list, I, I'm more intrigued of what some of these others are going to bring, because I kind of already know what this is going to bring, and it's going to be badass. So curious question before we move on to the houses is, do you think it has anything to do with that you feel that the level of immersiveness that a house can provide for like a graveyard setting is very important compared to what it can be in a scare zone. Yeah, kind of. Mm. Is this a question for me? As for you specifically, yeah. Yeah, I do. I I think that... Also, I think a little bit... I'm a little worried about Hollywood clashing... The, the Hollywood area clashing with this graveyard vibe. Now, mm. if this was set in Central Park... I think it might work not uh, a little bit better now. I um, I just think it, it might clash a little bit. I think Vanity Ball was perfect in there. I think uh, because it fit exactly kind of the, the the vibe. I really like scare zones that fit the feel of the, what the space that they're in. I, those are my favorite ones that really work with the space. Like, um, you know, Dead Man's Wharf works perfectly in mm -hmm. San Fran. Um, I remember there was the the Acid Rain one from 2011 that literally had spectrum mapping of of a um, you know a crumbling New York in New York. Like, I really love the zones that that are meshed into the space that they're in this uh, graveyard, uh, New Orleans graveyard is going to, I think might clash a little bit with the Hollywood, but uh, you know, that's just, just these little things are kind of holding me back from being super excited compared to some of these others. So I'll, I'll take on one more small thing then. Do you not have that similar concern at all for this small town Halloween festival being in New York? supposed to be the city the skyscrapers and large buildings yeah i mean i i am concerned a little bit um i am just slightly but i do think the immersiveness of that story is um and how the, the giant um um, sets and the parade floats i think it's probably going to be probably just enough to pull us out the the new york is not going to be um pull us out of it whereas uh from what i've seen um so far the the graveyards one is it's not going to have that same immersiveness but i might be totally wrong mm -hmm. there might be some really immersive stuff in there all right well uh, i guess that's it for scare zones we've spoken our piece we've yelled at each other <laughs> i'm sure there is more yelling coming because um houses <laughs> we're, we're starting with number 10 we got 10 to go through um 
Mike, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is going to surprise anyone. And I want to preface by, I think this is my first year in a long time where I am ex- excited. I I can um, definitively say I'm excited to see my number 10. I'm I'm really excited to see uh, my number ten. Um, I'm excited to see all of these. Um, it's just such a stacked year that my n- number ten has to be Horrors of Blumhouse. Um, but I'm excited to see it. I am ex- excited to see uh, how they pull off the black phone. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried on how they pull off the black phone. But I'm excited to see how they do it. Uh, freaky. Not as much. I have to admit, I'm still excited. I think we're going to have some really cool scenes. I'm not going to say any of them because this is a new enough movie that uh, not everyone's probably caught up yet. So I don't want to go in spoilers. But I do see how it, this this movie lends itself to a maze. But it just wasn't my thing necessarily when I watched this movie. Um, the Black Phone was definitely much more but I'm concerned of how that's going to translate into a Halloween Horror Nights house. Um, we will find out very soon. But I, but because of all of that, it has me, uh, has it, uh, I have it listed at number 10. I mean, that's that's definitely fair. And um, I, I basically share the same opinions as you, but it's not my number 10 because Halloween is. And this oh, is the part. Ooh. This is the part where I harp on the fact that my hype list is not a prediction of where I think this will finish. I think Halloween will probably be a safe middle-of-the-pack house for me. Maybe even push up to higher mid. Maybe. We'll see. But hype level, compared to everything else, it's down. I've seen the exact property done. I've seen the slasher himself. I mean, going to Hollywood as well. A a lot. (laughs) A lot. Um, So the actual hype... Not fully there. I just don't know how different you can do the the 78 classic film itself, you know? And I think the thing is they did it almost perfect or, you know, in some people's opinion, perfect. The perfect IP house. And um, I, I just can't expect it to be better. So I can't be super hyped about it is basically where I'm at. Well, it's funny you say that. My number 10 is also Halloween. Um, and that has not changed. I considered it for a moment, but uh, I, I still haven't watched The Black Phone, but I, I will before Friday. Uh, but I couldn't put Blumhouse at 10. I'm more excited for that than Halloween. And that's not to say that I'm not excited for Halloween. This year is stacked. And I feel like we say that every year going on to hype. But this year really feels like it. And I haven't seen all the Halloween houses. I've only seen Halloween 4, which I've been told is the worst. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hate it for it being Halloween 4, so I'm excited, but Michael's not my guy. I say it all the time. So there's no hype in having Michael Myers at the event for me. But if any slasher is going to be at HHN 31, it should be Michael Myers. I will say that. Yeah, I do agree with you there. I will not argue that point. Um, so I guess I'm going to get into my nine because Mike already discussed it. It's the horrors of Blumhouse. I have reasons to be excited. Um, I think Freaky has great kills. I think The Black Phone is a phenomenal film. And again, like Mike, I'm concerned about how they pull it off. But I'm also very curious. And that leads to a little bit of hype, of course, naturally. So it's not something that's going to be high up my list because of my concerns. And because 
I've said before, and I might be wrong, that I'm not tying in the past houses because the subject matter was so different. Oh, yeah. But the way they execute IPs that are mashups in general isn't my favorite. So there are concerns. I enjoy both properties to an extent. I think Black Phone's a great film. I think Freaky's fun and has fun kills. But the concerns just weigh it down to nine for me. That's exactly why it's also my number nine. Yeah, not surprised. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll just hop right into my number nine because you guys have already talked about, and that is uh, Halloween. Now, I will say, preface that going into last year, um, I was really concerned about Texas, and I was blown away with what they did there. So I have kind of realized that even if it's not my property even if it's not my cup of tea we we can i can still get excited and i am really excited for for this i um 2014's halloween is my jam i have memories of that house i have memory uh, that was the year i worked there i remember it's just kind of um taking breaks on the stoop of of the of the of the old Myers house, um, you know, uh, probably she couldn't keep telling the story because we probably weren't supposed to be just chilling out there. But um, yeah, it, I have some amazing memories. Um, I just there's just so much others. Um, again, it's one of those things where I close my eyes, I can kind of already picture the house. That being said, they are moving this into a, a soundstage. And so that just means it can the sets can be bigger, the things can be better. Um, they can play with some some cool uh, some some uh, effects better, the lighting stuff like that in a soundstage, obviously. So I am really excited with how they one up what I like what Duff has said, kind of as um, already when I think about. IPs that they've uh, IP houses they've just nailed out of the park. I think of 2014's Halloween. Um, I, how are they going to just one up this? And so I am excited, but I'm also concerned that we it's not going to live up to 2014's. Um, I'm a, I'm just a little concerned, uh, and that's why it's number nine. It sounds like our nine and ten are basically the same reason. Pretty just much, a it could be flip flopped. And honestly, if I had, uh, you know, consulted with you guys, I could easily could have had Halloween ten. And they're basically kind of neck and neck for me. Fair, fair. Jess, do you want to give us your eight? Oh, you want me to make people mad? Oh God, help! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh, I made some people real mad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't remember. Am I going to get mad again, Jess? Probably. Oh um, God. So my number eight, and remember, this is a hype list. This is not what I think is going to be the best. We're going to keep repeating that. So don't come for me. My number eight is Dead Man's Pier. I'm muting myself. I'm muting. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was probably an overreaction. But no, it's not. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, my. After everything we've talked, mute. Now Dust's going to yell at me. All right, oh, man. I've muted myself, so I can't. I'm going to mute myself so you can talk, and I can't. <laughs> Give I her the floor. She, she has to justify this. Give it's her the floor. A list. Hear me out. I think that set wise, this is going to be one of my favorites. My fear is that I was very excited for Yeti in 29, and it did not live up to some of my expectations. 
So my fear is that this might get a similar treatment because I don't know why in my head I'm comparing them and I can't, I can't not, and I can't explain it. Maybe it's because it's another weather house. Yeah. They're both going to be cold. I guess. Yeah. Something like that. But I, I fear for it. Not to say Yeti sets weren't amazing. I just didn't love all my runs through the house. So that's my fear for this, um, which is why it is so low. I also don't have that like New England, you know, attachment to anything like that. I grew up in South Florida. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I'll use that as an excuse. I know Duff's going to yell at me for that in a second because he did too. But um, (laughs) this is why it's just there are, you know, seven other houses that I'm more excited for. And I don't have to give another reason besides that because it's my hype list and not yours. I know it. Duff did no split split time with Bo- in Boston and I mean, South Florida. It was, it was only three years, but yeah, oh, okay. the vast majority was South Florida. I was born, and I, I say born and raised in South Florida, but I spent three years up in New England. Yes. I mean, I grew up in Salt Lake, uh, and I'm still ex- fucking excited. So, you know, but people have other people were saying, like, oh, the fondness of the Northeast. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest, that, that part does nothing for me. Okay. Nothing. If you talk to my mom, who was born <laughs> and mostly raised in New England, uh, big factor. She's she's hype, very hype for that specific reason. Um, I am hype for many other reasons, but um, I I don't I don't even respect your opinions. But I <laughs> I will wow. not say anything because I don't want to abuse a co-host <laughs> on this episode. Yeah. You already did over Conjure the Dark, by the way. Yes, I did. <laughs> I've already gone there. Uh, I'm kidding. I respect Jess's opinion. You also have to spend I, I just a, don't like it. That's all. You, you have to spend a week in California with me, not to mention the entire haunt season. Well, but by then you'll love the house, so it's okay. Be nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be wrong. I already said it. I just, this is where it falls. I'm sorry. She needs a hot take. And yeah, there's my hot take. You're fishing for a hot take. Get it, yeah. fishing? Oh. <laughs> 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 all right. Mike, get us out of here. All right. <laughs> so my number eight, and... Again, the more I hear about this, and I, and I kind of came in with the argument that I kind of already um, flushed out and was like, maybe uh, maybe I was wrong, is that a Hellblock Horror is my number eight. And I was coming in with, you know, I had it all written down. I had my, you know, my essay about how we are all wrong and that this we're all going by one guy's spoiler that we has not been confirmed um but then we kind of apparently um got confirmation that there might this might actually be a bit more than just easter eggs here or there um that being said it just that that was late information um, so it hasn't quite moved up on my list yet. If that is what we get, I think this could, um, you know, end up in my top four, top three, even, you know, like the, I have to admit, I believe I had um, puppet theater kind of pretty low just because I didn't, I was concerned uh, about that and it ended up being one of my favorite houses ever. Um, so something that's at eight could end up being my number one it just means i have a little bit a little bit of concerns for it and it's mostly this is a late add-on i don't know how fleshed out the the sets are gonna be i don't know how fleshed the the story is gonna be i really don't want this just to be uh, a prison house with some easter eggs um i just have a little bit of concerns um 
who knows? Uh, I might be totally wrong, but because of that, it's at, at number eight for me. Mike, on, on the Catacombs episode, I had a, I had it at eight. I had Hemlock Horror at eight. Until that USA Today article came out, I had it at eight. But after I read it, I felt a little more easy, a little more calm, excited. Um, so my new number eight, unfortunately, I didn't want to do this. I kind of feel bad because I was hyped for it early on. Descendants of destruction what what whoa okay now i gotta be myself i'll be back in a fucking minute (laughs) whoa yeah um this this how dare you it really does so here's the thing um so we all kind of know it to be whether it's a sequel a spiritual successor whatever it may be to seeds of extinction that's exciting that's exciting what we know about this house is overgrown subway and i you know what to be the to be honest, you've basically said it for me when you talk about Graveyard Deadly Unrest. I know what I'm getting in my head. I could be very wrong. It couldn't be nothing like I expect. But for my hype levels, I can picture it in my head, and that's an issue. And it's not a bad house by any means, but that drops the hype down, and um, I, I don't know I have much more to say. And it's unfortunate because I was very excited, and I hope it leans heavy into, like, I'm a Seeds of Extinction sequel. And, and gives us that, but I don't think it's going to. And that's, uh, to be honest, uh, upsetting in a biased way. So there it is. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Someone speak. This is awkward. <laughs> All right, who, who gets to go next? Uh, the number do, uh, did everyone do their eight? Yes. Okay, so then we are on to seven. I can go next. My number seven. Now, I I don't even know what to fucking think about this house. I am scared of it. I have to admit, this is probably the house that I'm the most scared of um, going into a Halloween Horror Nights ever. I'm also really excited for it. It could be so funny, uh, but it also could be just completely gross and that is bugs eaten alive um i am so intrigued the what we're getting here like the i just kind of envision kind of like a parody of like tomorrowland a little bit or like carousel of progress and kind of that 19 that 1950s like world's fair house of the future type of vibe and then for like the first couple of scenes and then just shit hitting the fan and just just bugs all over um i think that's gonna be fun for about five seconds and then it's gonna get real and then it's gonna get gross and this is gonna um get pretty gnarly um i think it's gonna be fun but i don't know how many times i'm gonna be able to make it through this house i have to admit uh, I'm not a, a really against bug guy, but I am a sensory, like have some sensory stuff. And I think the the more they talk about this, they're really going at the senses here. And if it's there's a lot of sif and there's a lot of um, you know the 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 trypophobia uh, stuff. I don't know. This is going to be weird. This is going to be a weird house. I, I, I like it. I like being. This is why we go to the event. But I'm scared of this one. That's, I mean, so here's the thing. This is actually one of my biggest risers. So we're going to talk about this in a bit for me. Um, kind of because of what you said, I feel like it's almost a, 
I almost I'm worried the like goofiness of what they're gonna go for is gonna fall flat. Oh, whatever, we'll get to that. Um, so my number seven you talked about before, Hevlock Horror. Um, it, it basically jumped Descendants of Destruction for me because of the USA Today article and kind of confirming that I think it sounds like there's gonna be a, a quite a bit of HHN lore involved, and I'm a sucker for like killing killing that off and kind of putting an end to stuff and being willing to do that. Um, whether that's permanent or not in the moment, it feels cool. Like Gorwood Forest was kind of a letdown for me last year, but watching Eelmouth get sacrificed was wild, like absolutely wild. And I enjoyed that so much that they were willing to, to do that. Um, so seeing them, maybe who knows? It could be Nightingales. It could be HR Blood and Guts. Who knows? It could be smaller, much smaller characters, but I'm excited for the potential. Um, but because of, the whole concept of the prison it stays a bit lower for me because that just doesn't doesn't excite me as much so that's also my number seven uh, <laughs> uh i don't know if i mentioned it my list has not changed from last week when we oh, did. not at all i thought it was going to i looked at it today and i reflected and now i'm really confident in what i had so it has not changed um but hellblock horror i was excited because laura in the podcast when they initially announced it was saying that um, you know, monsters that they're being punished for their crime that they did at HHN, you know, whatever that may be. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see that. I love an Easter egg. I loved Carnival Graveyard because of the Easter eggs, honestly, and taking the unmasking tour. So I'm excited. This is on the sixth house, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Correct. Ooh, okay. So Saturday is going to be fun. Um, but I'm just excited to kind of also hear more of the backstory with the guide and be able to kind of pick their brain on it. Cause mm. I feel like this is going to be a house where like maybe the first time through, you're not going to catch everything kind of like seeds because seeds was so covered. I don't think it's going to be like that, but I think that they're going to have hidden things. I don't think we're going to see the icons, but I could see Easter eggs to represent each icon kind of like how we had um, the different totems in case files. Uh, the different legions, sorry. Like they were represented in one way or another. So um it this one could rise it could fall because it's also a last minute house um and i haven't had good luck with those in the past so we'll see um, wait what last year even uh yeah wait what last no year? last year was good i'm sorry so i was thinking more hive okay i, gotcha. I forgot about in my head case files was not a last no, minute yeah, that's fair. It, had... <laughs> it did have a whole yeah that's fair that's fair it had a whole last year okay. Okay. <laughs> but hive was like what a month or so or something like yeah, that yeah yeah i see what you mean go yeah. fair fair i allow it Thank you. Thank you. All right. Did everyone do their uh, seven? Yeah. All right. So I guess I'll go next. My number six is Universal Monsters Legend Collide. And uh, honestly, at this point, we're honestly for the last like nine of them uh, or, or the last couple we have. We're in the, you know, I'm excited for this house. Don't get me wrong. It's just, there's just so many above it. I can't really say anything negative, honestly, at at this point. Um, I'm excited for this. I, it's, I mean, I guess I kind of, when I close my eyes, I kind of know what to expect, but that's not a negative thing. uh, Really. Uh, It's just, you know, I think this is going to be amazing. The fact that uh, you just told me that there's going to be a different ending every night. Uh, or, uh, you know, that you don't know exactly how it's going to end. There's going to be a different um, winner or, you know, different um, 
on the throne, so to speak, as, as uh, we got from icons. That's really exciting. Um, it's just, uh, you know, we, uh, we know these characters so deeply that I kind of get a little bit more excited for things that I are, that are brand new. Um, you know, I'm an, uh, I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan of the new, I'm a, I, I like to you know, go towards the new. Um, but that's not to be a say that the universal monsters legend collide. I, it's going to be so, it's going to be so awesome. Mike, I, I don't know. I can add anything to what you said. It's also my number six. And I, the only thing I will say, there's a huge gap between six and seven and everything six and up. I am absolutely stoked for like so hype. And I think this is a great story for universal monsters and I'm excited, but there's, there's just more I'm excited for this time around. That's all. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It yeah, might end I, up my, my yeah, top, top three. I don't think it'll be my favorite, but I, I it, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I'm kind of shocked of the, it, it's, it's lower for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> so my number six, and this is the one that I went back and forth all day on changing. If I was going to change anyone on my list, it was going to be this one. And I would kind of agree that between my six and seven, there's a huge gap. Like one through six, they're gonna they're gonna move around. I have a feeling, but the the bottom ones are there. My number six is Fiesta de Chupacabras. Oh. Uh, um, and the thing that was gonna change my mind was that article that came out where they were talking about how the cast is bilingual and a lot of the triggers are in Spanish. Um, and that I think is amazing. We're keeping this really authentic to the story. Uh, I just, I was so solid in my list that I couldn't move it. But I, again, I'm expecting this to move up. Like just everything about it seems amazing. Um, it's obviously, it's a soundstage house. So big scale, I'm expecting puppets and I love puppets. Um, we all do, but I don't know. I couldn't move it around. So I'm sorry. It's number six. <laughs> mm, okay. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. we're at this point where it's like yeah. six is not oh, bad. Okay. Like, no, yeah. no, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next. Whatever, because I think I'm gonna upset you guys a bit. And um, I don't hate witches. I promise. Get here. Get oh no! Here. If if you say fucking spirits of the coven, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off my mic and go to bed. Stuff. I'm kidding. It's Bugs Eaten Alive. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> uh, Bugs Eaten Alive is my number five. It moved up a, a tad bit from last week because I, uh, to be honest, other stuff kind of just dropped a bit. And that's it. I think there's a lot of reasons to be hyped. And there's a lot of reasons to be concerned that it just might be almost too purposely goofy at first. And then I don't, I don't trust that kind of transition necessarily always but there's always the chance it hits it perfectly so it's it's very middle of the pack for that reason i don't know i have much more to add than that yeah i'm excited for sure it's just i am i am scared i'm literally scared of this one um i don't think i've been that way before um with any of these houses i'm i'm nervous of this one but i'm excited it is also my number five um for the same reasons. I mean, it's middle of the road. Aaron, uh, getting to see Aaron go through it is going to probably make this house very, very special <laughs> for me. Uh, this is this is her house, and I love to see people experience things they love, and that kind of that can make my experience even better. So, fair bugs, and I'm terrified. So let's go. Wait, wait, no. did you have it at five? You didn't? No, you had no. It I had it at like seven. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, what is your number five? My number five is Chupacabras. 
Okay. I um, the more I hear about this, I am super fucking stoked. Um, this this um, this ma- what what was the name the the mask maker, the mask um, maker. and at at um, dine with this character is is going to be like a storyteller that goes around and flushes out the lore. Um, this is going to be so awesome. Um, I have to admit, I don't have a lot of chupacabra like the urban legend of chupacabra is, is not close to my heart um when i think of urban legends i think of like pop rocks and coke uh, not necessarily chupacabras <laughs> um or i think of that that terrible movie that my parents wouldn't let me watch uh, when i was a kid and i really always wanted to watch it and then when i watched it i was really disappointed um my parents like would pick and choose like my mom as would pick and choose like the weird r-rated movie she wouldn't let me watch and um she would let me watch mostly whatever i wanted but for some reason urban legend she wouldn't let me watch and i really wanted to watch it um and then when i finally got to watch it as an adult it was uh, a letdown but so when I think of uh, urban legends, I kind of think of more um, that, uh, the, you know, the the hitchhiker and the, you know, the hook on the door, those types of things. I don't necessarily think of chupacabras, but I um, am super stoked the more I learn about this, uh, this urban legend in, in this, uh, you know, um, the Latin America and kind of Southwest um, United States. Uh, I'm, I'm getting much more excited. I think the sets and the decor of this is just going to blow our fucking mind. I think this is going to be so cool. Um, I can't wait. Uh, there's a very good chance that this one might slide up to my number one if they do it right. Um, it's 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 going to be awesome. Yes, correct. Um, so, okay, I'll do my number four. And I'm serious this time, guys. I'm sorry. It's Spirits of the Coven. I'll take it. It's fine. Four, four is a fine, but okay. five was right. just too. Yeah. Right. It was too I low. Think, <laughs> too low. I mean, too I think low. It, it, it dropped down one because something else jumped pretty high. Uh, oh, that's well. the only reason. It was number three last week when I'm. Yeah, I was going to say, you had a pretty high. I mean, I'm I'm very excited about it. I, I think the era, the aesthetic, everything they're going for, the, the punniness of spirits and everything, it's. It's it's very up my alley. I'm very excited. I I don't have concerns necessarily, but compared to the other ones, how do they pull it off right is kind of where I'm at. Um, again, it's four in a very strong year, so it's not not a bad thing at all. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll save my 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 thoughts for this one. Same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my number four is Legends Collide. Um, okay. Wow! Look I at know. you. I know, Duff. I don't know what's going on, but we were we were pretty much aligned for a while there, <laughs> and I mean, now we're, we're not my, far off. To be no, fair. but but I feel like you. This is your year. You got the mummy. I love the mummy. But I it's know. Not just the mummy. They kind of did a lot with it. <laughs> um, I was not very excited for this when it was announced. Um, I had my girl last year. I had bride for two years. Um, it's time for her to rest. She's tired. But the panel at Spooky really got me excited for this. Um, kind of the behind the scenes that we've been hearing, you know, all the podcast details. This is just kind of risen. Um, and also, like, I feel like every kid who grew up in the 2000s, the early 2000s, was obsessed with, like, Egyptology at one point or another. Hey, it's me. Yeah, yeah, I, a little bit. Even, yeah. I had an era. I, I had that King Tut book. The, ba- yeah. the that oh, big one. Of course he did. Who did? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the exhibit came through like Miami or something and there was a field trip. Did, did we go to the same one? 
I, at the, I probably the well, same day probably, too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I am really excited for this and the, the different, you know, winner every night or every cast excites me. Um, so I'm really excited. And, you know, I've heard that there's going to be some pyramids and big ass sets and I oh, love big ass oh, sets. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. That, yeah. What All right. At? Number four. My number four is uh, Descendants of Destruction. Uh, we're in the nitty gritty here where, you know, this could easily, um, if my mood changed or if on a different year, this could be number one. Um, this is going to be, in my opinion, um, still fun. Uh, Duff, you were, you were, you were right that if you, I were to think there were, I can kind of picture it uh, of what this is going to be like, but what I cannot picture is the, I can't picture the, the, the characters um, that I can, I can depict their sets. I can depict the feeling, but uh, what is missing here? And I'm, I I am not getting my hopes up that that it's seeds because that has could have been confirmed so many times and it has not. So I'm a little worried that it is that it's not, and that this is just kind of over overblown. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't at this point. If it is a, a seeds, a prequel, a spiritual prequel, they've had so many chances to confirm that. So let's. I'm gonna just kind of chalk that up as uh, as um, a rumor that is not true. That being said, this is still gonna be a badass house. Um, I you know. I love the, you know, kind of urban exploring and, um, you know, abandoned subway tunnels. Um, This is going to be so cool. It's going to be terrifying um, in the fun way, not the bugs way. Um, But it's, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I feel like we don't feel too different about it at the end of the day. It's we don't. Kind of, it's a different hype level for it. Really. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm, yeah. Oh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so I guess I'll take my number three then. And um, no one will be shocked. It's this high. It's the weekend after hours nightmare. We have wow. the same list stuff. <laughs> number three? Tell me last pick we didn't. I yep. Hey, this is my number three. So, number three? Really? Yeah, here's here's the reason it's number three and not even higher for someone like me is because <laughs> this is going to sound super dorky and uh, people even see it as gatekeepery. Originals, IPs, they're different levels. And I am more hype for the original concepts that I'm excited for than the IP concepts I'm excited <sighs> for. And I'm also very aware that there is the chance this is not very good. So okay, so I'll, I'll I'll hold off my my thoughts. Okay, I, I have I have a, a direct rebuttal with what you, what you said, but I'll okay. hold off on it. We'll, we'll wait for it. But that's that, that's really all I have to say. So if someone else wants to go for their number three, I'll, I'll be all quick. Yours. <laughs> the weekend, um, and it's because I watched the videos finally. Uh, <laughs> they're really good. They're really horror. Um, I am kind of afraid that the lighting package is going to be the whole house, but that doesn't kind of eliminate my hype. I do think Hollywood's is going to be better, which is why it is my number one in Hollywood. <laughs> Just because I think that he worked more closely with Murdy, probably because that's how Murdy is. Fair, fair. But other than that, I'm very excited. Um, I I don't know. I can't. I can't see them not you know succeeding. I don't know if it'll 
I don't know if it'll be like blow your socks off, but I don't think you're going to have a Beetlejuice moment as we compared I it to. Really hope not. I really hope not. I don't. I don't know. Go, go in positive. Oh, I will. Oh, I know, it's obviously, it's your third. Yeah, obviously, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a pep talk as someone who had a Beetlejuice. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. If I need it from anyone, it's, it's me. If anyone understands, it's me and Aaron. <laughs> Jess, if Beetlejuice had came in 2019, that would have been a badass house and you would have loved it. It it I just know. got the death of what? the COVID. Yeah, if yeah. Beetle, yeah, oh, it, absolutely. Beetlejuice. We don't, need, we don't need to get into that now. Beetle there Juice was a would have significant been. change. 100%. 100%. Anyways. It was just like, a completely different house than right. what they envisioned. We've talked about this <laughs> so many times. All right, Mike, anyway. what's your number three? All right. My number three is Dead Man's Pier of Winter's Wake. Um, again, we're the uh, the place here where number three is pretty excited. Like, we can't say anything negative. Um, this is going to be so cool. Uh, the sets are going to be. I I hope. I hope. Uh, and Laura Sauls uh, kind of alluded to it. These sets are going to be so beautiful. Um, the the cold house, cold houses have always been my jam. Um, and uh, the, the not only cold, this is going to be kind of a, like a, a, a you know a watery house as well. We're going to get the smells. I have no um, you know tie to the ocean necessarily, um, you know, but. I I did um, you know everyone says oh they're New England I I, I worked this one year at the you know a summer camp in Maine that, that that's about the closest I I get to a tie to New England is that you know I um, worked in a in the middle of buttfuck Maine and I uh, sometimes drove down to Portland Maine um, every other weekend to hang out that being said I am still really excited. Um, for this i think it's going to be amazing i think the sets are going to be amazing the storytelling is going to be amazing they've alluded that it's going to be a sad house um i think that's probably probably more moody than sad i i'm gonna uh, uh, um just say that it's just gonna be dreary and cold and like um that's how i when when they, they say sad i'm thinking moody um you know atmospheric um that's how it should be so I'm I'm really ex- excited. Add a boy. There you go. <laughs> oh, we've all said our number three. Yeah, we? we're on yeah. number two. Hey, look number at that. Two. All right, number two, two. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, quite. I guess a bit higher than both of you. Uh, Fiesta de Chupacabras. Oh wow! It's, um, it has jumped quite a bit because of the article we saw, and I think there were concerns about how they handle the sensitivity they need to take and and will it just be some mashup of what um the stereotypical culture is or is it going to actually be the lore of of chupacabra whatever culture they do pull from and maybe multiple we'll see um i just feel better about it and then we've heard a lot about it's going to be gory the sets are going to be impressive and i i mean i don't know if you had it all jess um obviously not the same as other cultures had it but in south florida like it's it's a thing that exists and you hear about it so yeah. it's something i have i have not personally experienced in any way shape or form but knew about and was discussed and, and was passed around a bit so no to confirm chupacabras is like an modern urban legend like the first sighting of this and that this has grown was like the mid 90s correct like this is not his- historic yeah. necessarily right. this is by the the definition of urban legend this is a modern 
lore, modern Chup- legend. This is developed over the last 20 years. Correct. Chup- Chupacabra itself, but if you want to even go deeper, there are more ancient cultures where stuff exactly like this has existed, and some people do believe this is where this originated from. So, I mean, it's something no one knows for sure where this came from. Originally, there was just a sighting in Puerto Rico, and um, yeah, we go from right. there. But yeah. Chupacabra itself, yes, it's a much newer um, kind of urban legend than many others. But gotcha. yeah, I, 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 I'm very excited. <laughs> I, again, I've heard gore. I've heard amazing sets. I love the story. I love the additional lore can be picked up potentially at Scarecter Dining. Um, there's just a lot of ways to access this house and this story. And that really, really, really excites me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited what what this turns into. I'm, I'm you know I can't say anything that I didn't already say. I got nothing else. <laughs> All right, um, Jess, do you want to do your number two? Oh boy, do I! Um, <laughs> since it was disrespected earlier, um, my number two is Descendants of Destruction. Um, I have been All very right, relax, relax. I didn't disrespect it. I mean, you I... had it like fucking eight, though. How's that disrespectful? I mean, that's pretty low. Okay, well, to, think... to be fair, I had one of, I guess his, I think his number one at my number eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I guess I'm worse than Duff. So, oops. <laughs> um, I have to give you shit. That's what we're here for. Um, no, Descendants of Destruction and Mike. I know that you said that they haven't confirmed that it's a seed sequel, prequel, whatever. But in the podcast, they described it as an extinction-sized catastrophic event, and they very specifically said extinction. And for me, that's the only seed I need, pun intended. (laughs) Why don't they just come out and say it? I don't understand. Not not to quite the same level, but last year was a massive anniversary year. Carrie was heavily involved. They never once mentioned Wicked Growth being involved with Carrie. However, very much was in Carrie. Oh, yeah. Or, or Carrie adjacent. They're still kind of. They were in the Cane so. Cemetery. I think that's, that's an Easter egg. That's not a. I don't care. The, that could insinuate that it was the Cane. There were many other things that showed it was legitimately in or around Carrie. But that, again, that's all I needed. I need okay, one little seed. <laughs> okay, back to, back to Descendants of Destruction. One little spark. Oh, God. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I I really loved Seeds. It was like my house that I wasn't expecting to be amazing. So for me, this is giving me the same vibes just based off, you know, the explanation. And I know that, you know, we know what we're getting with a subway. But for me, that is kind of like a scary setting. And that is what makes it rise so high is that you're underground. You can't get away from these people. And um, they've also said that the way that it's presented is in thirds. So, you know, the deeper you go in the subway tunnels, the deeper the story gets, the the more the lights go out. And they have also said there's going to be bioluminesc- uh, bioluminescence in the house. And that is a really cool uh, feature to hopefully see. It might just be, you know, day glow. <laughs> um, and then this will be my number 10 by the end of the season. But uh, if they do it right and they just kind of copy what they do over at Pandora in a house, I think that could be really cool. Um, and with that comes some camouflaging and stuff like that that we saw in Seeds. I think it's going to hint at it. Worst case. but I mean, I, I hope you're right. I Thank definitely you. hope you're right. I hold that hope. I do hold that hope. Yeah, I hope so. I really, I, I hope so. It's just they haven't said anything. Like they yeah. haven't. 
they've just a, and I don't even think they've they've just barely alluded to it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see in uh, two days. Yeah. Oh my god, crazy. Well, not from here, but you know, from right. when you hear this. All right. Well, my number two is the weekend after hours nightmare. Now, Duff, you had it high, so I'm not going to get totally go crazy. But I believe you said something to the effect of like that you just it's an IP house, and therefore you know it's just not quite original. In my opinion, I see where this is going. Okay, and, go okay. So, in my opinion, other than and, and I may be totally wrong, the, 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 I believe they are taking imagery from uh, these music videos. But for the most part, Abel and the creative team sat down and created a brand new story, an original concept for this house. Well, yes, they are using music that we have heard before, uh, and you have heard multiple times. Uh, they are using imagery taken from his music videos. This is an IP house, the same way that Billie Eilish was going to be a, an IP house. This is a blank slate for me. I have no clue what we're experiencing here. It is essentially uh, a... Uh, original by proxy with some of the f- music, the, my favorite music mm. um, and um, all in, co- it, it's basically an original concept about some of the, the most ex- like the music I've been most excited about for the last year or so. Um, I can't, how can I not get like, stoked for this? I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, you're, I don't think you're wrong. I think it's literally for me. When I say that, it's all historical findings, I guess you could call it, where IPs, whether they are the more original concept version of them or not, tend to not be as high as originals. So the hype for these original stories that I get excited for and have so many questions about are going to naturally be a bit higher. Also, I had it one place lower than you. Yeah, no, but I think the reason why they tend to be historic is that they are there is a, a structure and there are other kind of cooks in the kitchen here that are kind of limit to what these creators can, can build. And they have, they have to work within guidelines, right? They I mean, have the to weekend kind of, was very much in the kitchen. If well, he was in the, he, yeah, no, he was absolutely in the kitchen, but, but I think he was, he sat down with them and he, he, he was sure in the kitchen, but he's a great cook. Like this is not like this some executive of for you know for the Halloween the Halloween franchise and said like hey no you have to kind of stick to the script here he's he said here is here is all of the the elements no you know no build it like here is what's in my mind here is where where I was when I wrote this album now you make it happen that is is a way different than okay um here's the story that was already written um now go ahead and translate it into a house like we got with the shining or some of these others right um this feels so useless because i don't disagree with you i really don't disagree at all but it's not the first example we've had that's like this where it's an original take on an ip They've existed before. They will continue to exist. And they will continue to be my favorite versions of IPs for the most part, I'm sure. So, I mean, 
Again, I just think the I argument wish. that uh, you know, as it, it, the history, the history argument of why you think this might be a little bit lower, I think is a little bit of a flawed logic. I don't know. We'll see. That's fair. But, but there are other examples. There are. They definitely exist, and you know they do. I I wish we had saw Billie Eilish. I think that would be the closest thing oh, to an example same. because uh, I don't think we quite have had an example quite like this before. This is a brand new, we're charting brand new territory. I think we were about to get it with Billie Eilish, but we haven't seen it actually happen quite like this. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So let's go right into our number ones. All right. Mike, kick us off. Why yeah. No, actually, like, Dove, I think oh, you should go because I, for if I'm keeping tally, Jess and I's number one are oh, the same. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. I will go first. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. Dead Man's Pier, Winner's Wake. You guys know why the sets are great. The characters I've loved before. It was a great scare zone, and um, they've been hyping it up a lot, and the cracking on the fucking shirt. And <laughs> I don't. I, where do you want me to? I've talked about it multiple times, and, and yeah. go go listen to Cat. I I love love this concept, and I'm very excited, and I expect the sets to be absolutely immaculate and blow everyone away. Yeah, and I expect them to pull out different effects that make you really feel like you are where you are, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. All right, Jess, go ahead and uh, kick us off. Um, what is your number one? Flapper witches. Um. So fucking <laughs> flapper witches. Absolutely. Spirits of the motherfucking coven. <laughs> Spirits of the motherfucking coven, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. This is, again, one of those perfect houses for me. It just makes sense if you put it on paper. It's a speakeasy, mm -hmm. which is 1920s. Mm -hmm. It's in a soundstage, Jess. I would just look at you and go, okay, what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> Where, where's the issue? Is there is there vinyl? Is there plexiglass this year still? Like, I start rocking yeah, back and exactly. forth. It's too good to be true. But, like, I, I am so excited. The way that they describe that we're going to see different versions of the witches, they're going to be beautiful mm -hmm. and then take their disguises off. Oh, I'm just uh, mad I have to take the three house tour to see this now with the lights on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, my, I will, yeah, my number one is also Spirits of the Coven. Uh, Jess, I agree with everything you said. I think if I had to you know, close my eyes and say, what the, what we're getting here is we're getting that scene, that Kit Kat Club scene, that mm -hmm. one little scene from Legendary Truth. And we're getting that and we're getting that flushed out and then put in a new location with a totally different story with the witches. This is going to be so fucking great. This is this is my jam. Now I I agree with you. I love gangsters. I love prohibition. Uh, flappers. Uh, Gary Gatsby. Uh, uh, give me all that shit. I this is this is going to be um, amazing. Um, this is going to be so cool. Um, yeah, I I can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so good. We're going to get a shot out with like Tommy guns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I, uh, it's going to be so good. Uh, I can't wait to go through this on Friday. I, uh, uh, yeah. I, I hope, I hope I'm not overhyping this um, yeah. in my head. I really, but I, I think it's going to definitely stay in my top three. I don't know if it'll stay my number one, but it will mm. definitely stay in my, in my top three. I hope. 
Unless something uh, really falls flat here. But I, I can't imagine. I have nothing to add. I mean, I don't disagree again, just like last time. But um, it's just lower for me. Sorry. Yeah. It's it's just not your jam. It's not, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even not my jam. I just have more concerns of how it's executed, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I do, I think this is going to be a knockout apart. We've already seen that they can execute this well with a little legendary truth. Uh, you know, we've already kind of got something a similar vibe, at least a, a scene or two, right? Mm-hmm. So I think um, we we've we've they can do this. They can do this well, and it's it's going to be badass. Oh, I was expecting you guys to go off on more. Time. I don't know. Okay. I think uh, that's hey, it. I, I think know. it's I just, it's it's it's, it's, it's one of those things. That's what I did on Dead Man's Pier too. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It's great. You, it's yeah, yeah. We've, right. oh, whatever. We've been recording for like three hours at this point. Close. I to also, yeah, I scream about this stuff on Twitter every day, so <laughs> people know. Um. Well, I guess. Uh, what, I'm right just ready we, to see these houses. I'm, oh my god! Yeah. Seventy-two hours, right? And like basically. Yeah. Yeah, in in seventy two hours from when we're recording, we will be in some house, oh, God. most likely. Oh, or Three fucking days, or in a scare zone, or something. We'll be at the. The event. scarier thing is, there's still an hour and a half left in the event. Yeah, and yeah. I'm already exhausted. I'm exhausted just that. recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to like walk around and walk all the oh, way through man. that bug house fucking line. Apparently, oh, I need to get my insoles. Like, I need to get on Amazon. I just got mine today. <laughs> Get my or get my you know <laughs> or orthotics. <laughs> yeah, get my Epsom salts ready. Hey, my, my foot bath when I get home. Seriously. <laughs> oh man, but my dogs are already barking. I I'm just so excited for every, like everything: the food, the drinks, oh, the scare zones, the shows, the houses. Of course, come everything. on! It's we are so close. And again, if you're a team member, you're there either today or you've been probably at this oh, point. So, um, congratulations! Enjoy. How was it? Um, right before we get to the outro, Mike will handle all that stuff. Trivia today, Wednesday, August thirty first. Live trivia half barrel beer project starts at eight p.m. Try to get there by at least seven thirty to get a spot. It's going to be a great time. We hope we're going to do our best first live event, but we're very excited and nervous. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as always, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, and we have a YouTube. You can find those if you put an at symbol and and then follow it with HHN365. Uh, we also have a, a TikTok with the at symbol HHN365pod. Uh, we have so many things to list now. We also have a birch shop. Well, if you type in hhn 3 365.bitcartel.com and you can leave us a voicemail if you type into your phone 407 906 4134 guys next week we're going to be talking about this fucking event wow Um, if you want to join us please leave us that voicemail tell us whether it's our hype Hypeless now, uh, post event has to get in by Monday, I am, so you know. Instant reaction. Yes, like. yes. I am calling out right now. Leave your voicemail when you leave your favorite house. When you're yeah. when, you, when you're like yes, get out the phone, type in the little number, and say I just did it. I just did my favorite house. And then maybe if you call back like three or four times, that's okay. 
because your favorite house kept changing throughout the night. But when you feel like you've experienced your favorite house, even if that's the third house you've gone through, go Hess and give us a call. I want to see how many times people call like three or four times. It's just me calling every time I leave Spirits (laughs) of the Coven this weekend. (laughs) I I just finished the Tuk Tuk, but I went through Spirits again. Um, (laughs) Nothing changed, but it's still my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. No, that that first day. That first day, when you feel like you've done it, when you've hit your favorite house, give us a call. I want to see how many times Immediate you have to reaction. be like, yeah, we get someone called me. I'm like, okay, so uh, it's me again. I thought it <laughs> I thought it was Dead Man Pier, but I just went through Descendants of Destruction. Uh, I want to hear that. I want to see if that happens. So mm-hmm. give us a call. Immediate reaction when you feel like you just did your favorite. All of them. All righty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's All do right, it. Well, uh, yeah, we'll see you in the streets. Bye.